I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Apparently, I'm too quiet. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I made the mistake of telling him that he was too quiet in the raw uh, audio. It's okay. I'll be. I'll be more not quiet. That's. You're really good at talking. I'm so good at speech. <laughs> I'm so good at speech. I have an impediment. Is that, is that right? That sounds right. Okay, let's leave it at that. <laughs> I was terrible in speech class. Were you? Yeah, because whenever I was in speech class, I um, I was uh, I had broken my leg, broke my femur. Yeah, I know. When I broke my leg, it really stopped my tongue from moving properly. Uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let me finish. No. All right. All right. Go ahead. Uh, but I was in a wheelchair, so I had to sit in the back of the room. Yeah. And give my speech to everybody had to stop and turn around and look at me while I quietly gave my speech. Uh, that was my first speech. And I, what was it? It was about wrestling. Nice. It was about how it's not as fake as everybody thinks it is. Yes. Uh, although it's still pretty fucking fake. I, I'd say, I'd say fake and predetermined is. Predetermined is a better word for it. But, uh, so that was my first speech, and then whenever I was later on, uh, my, I think it was my second or third speech, it was after I, my leg had healed up. Uh, I will say, sitting down and giving a speech is not... Ideal? Yeah. I mean, it's I'll, awkward. Honestly, it's awkward. Like, as, as much as I wanted to make a joke out of it, <laughs> it really makes it harder to give a speech sitting down. It does. It it's, really, really does. Like, you wouldn't think it would. One, sitting down is hard because you can't present yourself, and then you're just kind of... It's more awkward whenever, you know, everybody's facing away. Yeah. And it has to turn around and look at you. It's and like, you're uh, like, oh, God, what did I do? Oh, Jesus. It's, it's somehow easier when you're standing up in the front of the room. If you walk, yeah, walk in the front and stare at them. Yeah. It's different when you're the Then I'm running the show. Yeah. Whereas it feels like they're running it. Yeah. My second speech, or third speech, was about um, <laughs> my, my teacher made the mistake of asking me to... Uh, write one about my religious beliefs. Oh, good. <laughs> it went Best well. Best speech ever. In Morristown, like fucking Bible thumpers there. Yeah. And the first thing I opened up the speech with, have any of you ever questioned your faith? And everyone goes, oh. I was met with my teacher, sweet, sweet woman, raised her hand. Everybody else, arms immediately crossed. How as dare if, you. As if we're waiting. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. I oh I argued with her too about it. I was like I was like I can't do this. I said hey, I said I'm telling you right now because I wrote the speech and I turned it in. It was in English class. That's what it was. And I turned it in and she said, "I want you to read this out loud." I was like, "Not gonna happen." <laughs> and uh, she is like, "I really want you to." I said, "Nope." And she's like, "Why?" I said, "I'll tell you why." I said, "I'm gonna get my ass kicked for this." And she's like, no, you want to you don't know these people as well as I I do. You see I've, them from a perspective of, <laughs> quote, unquote, respect. I was like, I have known them all my life. I said, you are relatively new here. And I have to deal with them. And uh, she's like, just do it. I'm like, all right. I said, but if I get my ass kicked, I'm going to tell you. I told you so. And uh, I didn't get my ass kicked, but I did lose a lot of fucking, well, I, I'd say friends if they mattered that much to me. But uh, peers. They're not even my peers. Possible friends. Possible friends. Potential friends. Oh, yeah. But if they're going to get mad over that, then they're, <laughs> they're fuck them. Who cares? Yeah. 
It's um, not really cocky. I said they weren't even my peers, but yeah, well, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't as open-minded or they, smart. They live there. <laughs> Nothing is you. You're you're one of the good ones. Yeah, I got they, out of Morristown though. Yeah, you did. Thank God. <laughs> I uh, do kind of miss it though. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's not a bad. I like area. small towns. I yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it, but like living here, uh, I just don't like this place that much. I think. Yeah. I told I, I told Michelle because she want you know she's talked about moving before and I'm like I don't want to fucking move I hate moving. It's a lot of work. I was like if I'm gonna Especially move, when you put so much work into this house. I know, right? That's why I was like, <laughs> so we've done all this work in this house. Let's move. Let's move At least you can sell it for more. Yeah, but I told her I was like if we're gonna move, I said we're moving big. Like it's gonna be out of state or something. And she, I was like, there's no it seems to be no point in moving just down the road. I mean, it has to at least be worth it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it have to be out of state. No, but but, but like. I'd love to move out oh, of the country. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> and not for the reason everybody thinks. Because Trump's president. That's why I want to. Oh, is that what you thought? <laughs> yes. Huh. Yeah. No. Uh, I, honestly, like, I'd like to live you know, Finland or, or... Overseas in general? Yeah. Just generally, even Canada would be kind of cool. I would love to live in Japan or Korea for a little while. But the problem is, is I don't know the language. Yeah, that's, Which sucks. Because, like, I wish I knew it, but my mom's too lazy to teach me. I did so. start learning Finnish uh, a while ago. Yeah. Never really kept up on it. Um, but I started learning Finnish because I want to at least go to Finland before I die. And uh, everybody's like, why Finland? I'll tell you why. Initially, it was because my favorite band is from Finland. Yeah. And then I started to like look at stuff that's in Finland. I'm like, fuck, that place is beautiful. Yeah. I'd like to just go there because it looks cool now. Yeah, I want to go do like a whole trip around Europe. Europa. That'd be awesome. Just to that would because be... honestly, like all the countries I want to travel to are in Europe. I don't want to, and I don't, I'm not like a touristy person. I mean, you know that I'm not. I don't like to leave my house unless I'm paying paid yeah. to. And uh, <laughs> but like it just seems cool. It seems yeah. like. See, my thing is, is like people, people over there are usually pretty like all over Europe are really nice. I would love to just go random places. Like, hey, I'm I'm not from here. Can you tell me where to go? Yeah, because because the, the people that live there know the cool places. Exactly, you, you can't find that shit on a fucking. And tourist you can map. yeah, so you can get a tourist map or a pamphlet or whatever, and they'll tell you some touristy spots. But if you, you want, want to do that, that's cool. You want to know like the hot spots, the cool spots but to if go you want to. Do something, you want to you want to have a unique experience you in got, a country. You go country. to the locals and talk to them exactly. And that's I think that'd be cool if it's, you're brave enough. Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Like I would trust it in England. I think, yeah, honestly. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're too nice. There's, I know. They're very proper there. Um, and even though, I mean, even though it's kind of a shit place, I'd like to go to Russia. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going. I just don't. I'm I afraid I'd get in there. some trouble. Yeah, and then John McClane would have to come save me. <laughs> I'm on vacation. <laughs> have to go on vacation. <laughs> come save he my would, ass. I hated that fucking movie so much. I know. It was, he was, he, I remember I took my dad. My dad's not like a talker during movies. And he usually tries to look at the bright side. He's very simple in the movie taste. He doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, you know, overtly deep or even a great story. But he was watching that, and he leaned in. One, it was during the 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 car chase scene. And he has like this little truck that knocks over a tank. Yeah. And he leans over, he's like, "Oh, that wouldn't happen." And I'm like, "Nah, <laughs> no, nah, dog, it wouldn't." No, it wouldn't. And uh, then it was like he. It was like after the 45th time he said, "I'm on vacation," oh, and he Jesus. and he leaned. In, he's like, "Didn't he go there to save his son?" He's not on vacation. I was like, "I know, right?" 
But afterwards, we were both like, yeah, it was all right. And then I was no. sitting at home. I sat at home. I really tried to find the bright side because that was the thing that me and my dad do. Is every time they, no matter how many times they do it or how many sequels there are, we always go see the Die Hard movies. Yeah. And uh, that's just our thing. And uh, afterwards, my mother, she picked us up when we out to eat. And she's like, so what did you guys think of the movie? And we're like, it was fine. It's a film. It was good. It was a thing we watched. It's something that got made. And, uh, Unfortunately. But we really, really tried to find the bright side of it. And uh, by the time we were, you know, I got home and I thought about it. And I was like, Jesus, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah, it was all over the fucking place, too. Yeah, it made no sense. Like, the whole Chernobyl thing. Like, I get, okay. That threw me off so fucking bad. Like, it was already pretty bad in Die Hard 4, but I enjoyed Die Hard 4. It was 4. fun. That was a fun film. And it felt closer to a Die Hard movie than it had since the first one. Yeah. And Because uh, that was all for bringing John Jr. in. But they also made it, they like. They just ruined that. They made the the fourth one. They started the whole John Glenn's a superhero thing. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, fifth one fucking doubled down on it. So, watching, like, what was so cool about that movie was he was a regular dude. Yeah. He wasn't special. He didn't have any kind of special powers. In fact, by the end of Die Hard 1, he probably should have been dead. He probably would have been. Because, you know, he was, his feet were cut up, which doesn't seem like it's a bad thing, but his feet were cut up. He had to walk on his fucking feet barefoot. Yeah. And even then, like, it made sense why he was barefoot, too. That's Something as silly as that in that something movie made sense. Because you're like, oh, it's because he took his shoes off the ball of his feet and, and you know, kind of... Because he did what the guy told him to do. And it was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, that made the movie, like, honestly, it forms it. Because it's like he, that one stupid thing that happened at the beginning. And he's like, I'll give it a shot. He does it. And it's like, That's, it worked. That motherfucker. That mother- and then, <laughs> and then just, it's like, shit, shit's going down. And you didn't you have, have time to put your shoes on. Exactly. But And then you get the fifth one. They're going to Chernobyl. Yeah. And, it, okay, I, I can go ahead and ignore the massive mistake they made in which they can just walk around fucking Chernobyl without any kind of protection. And they acknowledged it, too. Yeah. It's like, if we die, then, you know, well, whatever. <laughs> but I can, I can, I can go radiation. with that. Own that just that dark radiation. But, like, I can I can ignore that, I guess. There, I could certain, ignore it until they hit the water. That's where my, I was like, they were in the water. They're dead. Yeah, that water. Like, if the radiation in the air dissipated a little somewhat, fine. I can understand. It's been a long time. Not long enough. Not long, long enough. But long time. Yeah. So fine. We can we can play with that. Whatever. But as soon as they, they hit that the, water, the water's the radiation. In the water would stay longer. And also, John Jr. fucking killed the dude. Yeah. Like Straight just murdered, murdered him. Unarmed man. And that's what. And people and he were like, "Works for the government." Uh, that was the only thing me and my dad both like openly hated about it. And we both had, right then, even though we were trying to find good things about us, said he murdered that guy. And once his dad finds out. <laughs> yeah, and, but we were sitting there and we're like, one, they better not, they better dare not try to pay homage to the first one with this fucking monstrosity of a movie. Yeah. Whenever they had him slow motion flying into the helicopter, I'm like, no, 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 no. You haven't earned that yet. No. And uh, Such a bad moment, too. And I even think- then, he, he's armed and he's just like, yeah, well, fuck you and just throws him and I'm like, just kicks him into the fucking You can't. Blades. You murdered him. At least in the first one, Hans is, one, reaching for a gun, but two, it's, not necessarily, he wasn't trying to kill him. It was just like, it was either Holly or Hans. Yeah, I mean, he was, and I think he would have saved him. He would have saved him if he had a chance, but he was starting to pull out the gun, so he's like, fuck it, lose the bracelet. And Yeah. Oh, God, that movie pisses me. I, I remember, it would have been different if, if he was walking up to arrest him, and 
reached for a gun or his dad yelled at him like watch out and like and then it, kicked him in okay then I, I would be way way it, better with then it then you're just it's just self preservation at that yeah. point but like I don't know man it was and I and now they're working it's supposedly still working on a 6-1 that the idea they have for like the rookie year thing I don't like that no it's at awful all. it's stupid because is, there's a huge he's already a, he's a beat cop yeah but there's already a huge hole in the movie, in the plot, just from them talking about the idea, which is... He can't do anything crazy. Yeah, he can't do anything outrageous because it would have been heard about before. It wouldn't have been like... Yeah. They would have brought it up during Nakatomi. Yeah. And that's... It, like, it, oh, he's the cop that did that one thing. Yeah. It's they like, can't do a prequel for these movies. The prequel is Die Hard 1. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, if he does anything anywhere near crazy, that would have... In real life, any it, sort of tension, then he it won't make sense. No, because then everyone's going to be like, "Oh, that one cop, where in New York, where he did that one thing." Yeah, remember that? Yeah, it'd have to be real subtle if they do it, and, that's and then it'll be not, boring. It's not going to be he's, good. I mean, I understand that he can't have like superpowers. Yeah, but he's got to do something pretty outrageous. It has to be entertaining. Yeah, and it's like you can't make a movie where he's a beat cop doing traffic pullovers and directing traffic so like, it, it, it's a bad idea it, yeah. but they've talked about it being bookended by uh, by um, Bruce Willis still and having just a younger actor play John McClane yeah. as a kid and uh, I'm like I just don't think it's gonna work at I all I still like the original idea better with oh yeah being like the 35th anniversary of Nakatomi mm-hmm. or the 40th anniversary of Nakatomi cause like honestly and as bad as morbid as it's gonna sound they could fucking kill some people they could they could kill they off they could make it the finale of the series and they could kill off John Jr. yep like it would suck yeah but at this point we don't care after I'm the, saying I was if, like after the fifth one I don't fucking let him die one, it would have mattered like, yeah uh, they could kill off uh, Holly yeah cause she was in talk she was gonna come back and play Holly uh, Samuel L. Jackson was down to come back and play they Zeus. They killed him. They could have killed. They could have killed pretty much everybody. They couldn't even kill fucking uh, John McClane. I think it'd be cool if he sacrificed himself. Like, there's no way out. It's just him and the main bad guy left, and he just tackles him out the window. Yeah, and it's just they both go out, and he goes yeah, out. Yeah, motherfucker, and, and he just tackles him, dude. That, uh, that, uh, that'd be fucking awesome. The, the, you know what? No, rookie year. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, yeah. Not he, something with potential where he can do no craziness. No, it was such a good. As soon as I read that, I was like, fucking, "That's brilliant." I was like, "40th anniversary or whatever it was yeah. at the time." Uh, like, Nakatomi. Nakatomi. Nakatomi like invites him for yeah. what he did. Uh, you saved family. us. You, you protected us. So we're have, we're having a party anyways. You're you're the guest of honor. You bring your family and your friends, and and everybody just and it's and then, and some of the, you have some people that are surprises there. Have uh, you know Carl Winslow in there. Uh, as a surprise and then you can even have his use as a surprise because Die Hard 3 is kind of the forgotten Die Hard movie yeah and uh, I mean people also forget that Samuel Jackson's part of that lore now and he was awesome the good Samaritan <laughs> the key. I went to speak to the good Samaritan um, but I, I feel like honestly they could have um, and it, as they didn't really mention it so I think it would work they could have the Gruber's father that's the, the fa- oh like the their dad he'd be way too old I, wouldn't he no that's what I'm saying though it's like he's just like he's he's like a like a tactical mastermind and he brings in his groups and he has his people he's hired and he's just there to to he's just there essentially to like they want they like he wants them to capture McLean and he wants to kill him himself like he doesn't actually do anything but he's like the mastermind like he's maybe he's a brilliant tactician I don't know but, but yeah he would probably have to be in his like seventies. 
because uh, Alan Rickman was in his 70s when he died. 60s? 69. He was 69 when he died, which may would assume, because he's about the same age as he was in the... Yeah. So there was no, like, aging down. There's, I know, but all... they never really said how old Hans Gruber was. Right, but you can assume... At I thought least he was in his... With his history, you can at least assume the youngest he would probably be would be 30. Yeah. Which would put it, you know, what, 40? He would have been 70. He himself would have been, like, 70. Yeah, so... His 90. father would have been... 90. Way too old. Yeah, my my was, idea was... Uh, one of her sons? Yeah. Have Jeremy Irons' actual son... Okay. ...play uh, Simon's son. Okay. And he's trying to avenge it. And do a swear, you know, because everybody would expect it to be... Um, uh, uh, then Hans' he, son. Yeah. And it, you know, they'd be like, no, no, it's Simon's son. And he's trying. They could to, say just Han never had a kid. Yeah, but Simon he died kid, too young. He wouldn't have had it. And uh, Simon could have just been like Simon's kid. Could just be like you killed my uncle. You killed. Then you killed uncle. my dad. And I'm going to kill you. And now, now, now I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that would work. I think that'd be cool. And then, and then you could cast because Jeremy Irons' son is an actor. Yeah, you could have that, and he would have, he'd be old enough to be able to pull off the role and. If he has any kind of, I haven't seen him in anything. But if he has any of the gravitas of his of his father, be it'd work. Good, he'd be a good villain. Because fuck, Jeremy Irons is a great villain. Yeah, everything he does, he's Me- a great actor. Method actor. He's a God, he's a great actor. He ripped out his vocal cords. God, for one line. You won't get a sniff with that. Fuck me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna edit out that fuck, right? Okay, good. Yeah, we'll keep it. <laughs> Go to the doctor. <laughs> what did somebody say about they said it with Trump winning the election it's like whenever Scar let the hyenas into the pride land yeah I was like fuck uh, I'm, I don't being, know. I'm being optimistic I'm not until, gonna until he judge. does anything first of all I want to say straight up uh, like in the last episode we had talked a little bit about the election I took most of it out did you yeah because I was like I want to keep it fairly fun yeah. You know, I don't want to talk about the real fucking situation. Yeah, but at the same time... Like, like, this will stay in here because we're not going to go too deep. But, yeah, we want to talk about the current events. But also, I didn't want to... Because we fo- it was like a 30-minute segment. Was it? Yeah. So, I was, I was like, that's a little long for that one. That's about a third of our show. We talked about something fairly important. But I also... we I want to stick to something more fun. And, uh, you know, talk about us a little bit more. Punching babies. Punching babies. But I also thought, and we had discussed this prior to recording, is uh, we're going to shift the show a little bit, I think. What we want to do, what we started the whole show was because we like to talk and not just... We like to talk? Every now and again. Do we? Yeah. Okay. You remember that? No. But... uh, I just like to give people news. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what the show... Became. Became, was like... Which, yeah, I want to talk about some of the you know bigger news well, articles going on. Yeah, because that's the thing is, like, I, I want to talk about the stuff I'm interested in. And that's the whole point. And most of it ends up being geeky stuff. And so, that like, we... yeah, I want to talk about the news, about stuff that we like. But it's like, I don't want to sit here and, and do it for an hour and a half of news and then... Kind of some bullshit at the end. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to shit the show a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the... If we find some bigger stuff or some stuff we're just interested Something in. Something crazy big we'll talk about. That's what we'll talk about. But, but uh, we're going to go ahead and kick off with... Uh, there is some fairly big news in Marvel TV, especially after last week we talked about how... We just Kevin, the whole politics thing? 
Yeah, we're going to ignore it. <laughs> okay, I, I do want to say one thing about it. Okay, yeah. Keep, I want to keep it in. Don't, I'm don't, going to keep it in. I'm just kidding. Okay, so... I said I'm going to keep all this because so it's I, I, I am going to be completely optimistic about the situation. Okay. I, I want him to succeed, as we talked about. I don't want to bash him or anybody that follows him. I understand... If that's, that's what they felt if, like, exactly. that's what that that's, is. And, and if, that's a prerogative. Because I honestly feel that he said some of the things and did some of the things that he did to, to get, get votes, votes to get in office, just so he could change things. Because like some of the things he's already done, said that he's going to do is completely against what he's his platform was. Absolutely. And he's already like he he came out and said he was very disappointed in some of the followers and their actions, like people that he supported him on their actions on like online. Like particularly, Twitter, yeah. You know, like you don't have much room to talk, but but particularly, like he did come out and say he was going to protect LGBTQ, uh, which rights. Great. That's that was one of my biggest worries. Also, I mean, abortion needs to be up, uh, upheld. Uh, Roe versus Wade needs to be upheld. Uh, and I'm pro-choice. I'm not. As somebody thought I meant when I said that was pro-abortion, I'm not running around like, yay, abortion, let's get rid of all the infants. <laughs> let's kill them all. Let's kill them all. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not up to I'm me. Up to, I'm up for late-term abortion, like two year late. <laughs> two year late. <laughs> if they're being brats. <laughs> if they're I'm being shitheads. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's go murder, brother. No, maybe 60 years. 60 years is... No. Yeah, some people are assholes. No. Anyways. Um, Anyways, but yeah, I'll, I'll try my hardest to be optimistic. I want him to do well, because if he can do something... I don't want him to fail. Because my thing is, is if he can do something and make a good change, great. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because he's got the media on his side, and that's because he owns that like business. Like, he's he's good at that part. And that's, my worry is, is he's got Pence, that, and it sounds like he's letting Pence do and a lot of the, stuff. A lot of the people he's surrounding himself with are what worries me. He himself doesn't worry me. It's the people he surrounds himself with. So. But like you said, I'm going to try to stay optimistic. Uh, a lot of people after Obama was elected. Uh, didn't stay optimistic. Yeah. They were like, he's going to ruin this country. And look what happened. The country's in... I don't care what anybody says. He, it's in good condition. Yeah, people still say he did a bad job, but we're better shape now than we were you know, eight years ago. Yeah. And also, it's... You also think, yeah, they said he lied. He didn't follow through with a lot of his promises. But here's the every thing. Every politician. <laughs> yeah, no no politician follows through with every single one. Also, they have... They're being fought every... He was... Particularly him was being fought every step of the way. He was getting fought so hard. But in any case, uh, we'll stay positive and we're going to keep the show generally light. Yeah. Uh, some big... If any big news happens with, you know, real world stuff, like, absolutely I do want to keep up on politics on the show. Absolutely. If he does something crazy, you know... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or and big or something good. Like, something great. good or something big in the real world, absolutely we'll cover we that. We just won't focus on it, like, for I don't half hour. Like, a half hour. Like, we did... Five, like, ten minutes. I was sitting there going through it, and I was listening. I was like, fuck, this is... Like, I... At the time, I thought we only talked about it for, like, ten minutes. It doesn't feel like it's that long. And then whenever I went through, it was like, it was like 30... I selected it, and it was like 30 minutes, like... Fuck. Yeah, let's, let's lower that. I was like, all right, maybe we'll, we'll drop that down a little bit. But speaking Anyways. of uh, Donald Trump, uh, the Inhumans. Oh, good segue. Uh, yeah, so speaking of sticking to some bigger news, uh, Kevin Feige, uh, as of last week, we had talked about, he didn't seem to know whether what they were doing with the Inhumans at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like they're actually going to be a TV series on ABC. Which, I mean, is an interesting role, move, yeah, it's, tactic. It, but it's an odd, it seems like a demotion. It does, doesn't because it? Because it was it was set to be part of Marvel Phase 4. Right. Because it was supposed to be, it was his own movie. Yeah. 
And now they are a TV show. Yeah. Uh, at least they're filmed by not, in IMAX. That's Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. It's being all filmed in IMAX, co-financed by IMAX, which gives it a much bigger budget, I think. Yeah. And only eight, eight episodes. Which is good and bad. Yeah. yeah because, I mean, the double-edged sword, eight episodes. You have a short span. But but you don't get as much information out. Exactly. There's a lot of characters in the humans too. But this is only focusing on Black, uh, Bolt. Black Bolt and the royal family. Royal, yeah. So I, I'm sure the other ones, some of them will be there. Yeah, absolutely. But but you can't focus on them, which is good. It's eight episodes and you yeah. need to focus on the the main house, um, which I'm excited for. I like the Inhumans. I've never been huge on them. Yeah, I've but, never uh, been. Like, like, I like I, Black Bolt. Uh, there's wow, what's the other one's name? I don't know. There's another character in the Inhumans I like a lot, but I can't remember their name. <laughs> I guess I don't like them that much. Uh, but yeah, it's, I don't. I never really followed the Inhumans all that much. There's a lot of the Marvel universe I didn't really follow that much. Yeah. The deep cuts one, the uh, the Inhumans or uh, or Guardians of the Galaxy, I didn't really follow all that much. Uh, mainly my, I wouldn't even say expertise, but the ones I so, somewhat followed was like Spider Man, um, uh, X Men. Uh, that's actually about it. Spider Man and X Men, and I even. Uh, I actually had uh, probably the most the most deep cut comic book I had was probably Spider Man twenty ninety nine when I was a kid and it was like I had a lot of those yeah like a bunch dude of, I, I, that comic is good it was I, I, I feel like it, it gets really underrated it does because you, you talk about Spider Man twenty ninety nine people are like what really like, they had a whole they had a whole like series based on twenty ninety nine yeah. And uh, but uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine was my my go to. That was I actually had more of those than I did. He's such a weird regular Spider Man <laughs> regular Spider Man uh, comics. I had more of the twenty ninety nine. But I usually, I mean, I think you're probably about the same as I stick more with DC. And I've always stuck. Yeah. I've always leaned more towards DC. Me too. I, I think the characters are a little bit easier to relate to. Um, they're dark and brooding, but they're funny. Yeah, and, and I feel like as, Marvel's movies have got the comedy down. Oh yeah. However, the comic books, comedy's not that great. No, the only <laughs> like I was I've been reading Civil War two, and the comedy's there, just not super good. It's not the same. Like it doesn't match the sh- the movies, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's a separate entity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know the, the Marvel movies. Yeah, they definitely have like. They know how to make a comic book movie. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's formulaic and for it's, them to be like, this is what we need. To Done. the point that I would even say that. Doctor Strange follows that formula very closely. Yeah, and uh, but like uh, I would hate to say it, but DC should be following Marvel's formula as much as they really they should, they should at least try and adapt it. Yeah, and, but like that's what I mean. I, I mean, obviously not you know you know word for word or exactly idea they for just idea. make Iron Man with Spider-Man yeah he gets kidnapped put in a put in a prison cell somewhere and he's like we need you to make a suit he's like okay <laughs> made a spider suit why I like that's, spiders that's what I know well here's a radioactive one get bit like, oh, okay. okay oh I'm Spider-Man but like <laughs> I, you know I think DC should definitely like uh, use it as a template you know, uh, they really were trying hard with like let's introduce all the characters in one yeah. movie and then spin. Out. Which on I was paper, optimistic at first, but I was like, okay, I can, I, I'm down with that. I can't. I understand I can, what they tried to do. Yeah, just didn't work out because it doesn't make what sense. What happened was they were shoehorned into the movie. Yeah, um, I was okay with them introducing Batman in the Superman movie. Yeah, I was fine with that. But well, when, it makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at the original Justice League, 
those are the first two. And, the, and I mean, they introduced, they introduced the Trinity, which is great, which I thought was a good idea. Uh, but it was just introducing Aquaman and Flash. And yeah, the cameos I think were unnecessary. Yeah, really unnecessary, um, especially with whenever the the footage they had of Barry Allen. He looks completely different than he does in the Justice League I hope trailer. that they address that. Yeah, because, I mean, he looked uh, long hair, scruffy looking, but now it looks like they're leaning more towards what the show looked like. Yeah. Because maybe they heard the outcry from fans, like, why the fuck isn't Grant Gustin playing The Flash? Yeah, and this thing, too, is, like, as much as I, I love them, like, Green Arrow is a B character yeah, in absolutely. the Justice League. They could just use Stephen Amell. They could. There's no reason to recast him. No, absolutely not. And just let him do it. Like, pay him a little bit extra money to do the movie, and then put him back on the TV show. It, it, I don't think it, he'll care. An <laughs> argument could be made that the Flash is somewhat of a B character. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I would. I put him up high rank. I but. do put him high rank, but I, there are some people who would be like the Flash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I love. I love the, the in the comics where he races Superman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Cause... In my head, instead of Superman, I thought you said Batman. I'm like, it's not even a fucking race. <laughs> Batman's like, Batman's just, go. I'm done. Shit. <laughs> I just moved a leg. <laughs> I lifted my leg. Um, I think it's funny because there's two different times Superman races him. Mm-hmm. One is when he's flying and Barry loses. And yeah. the other one is, is Barry says, okay, this time you run. And Superman loses, but not by a whole lot. Right, he, but but, he loses. But he's not as fast. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some people. And I mean, that's a problem, though, with DC characters. Why well, I enjoy it more. I know more of the characters probably of DC than I do well, Marvel, I guess. Uh, the problem with DC is that their characters aren't as well known. Yeah. You can, I mean, obviously you have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Flash and Green Arrow are more so known now, but yeah. only because of CW. Green Lantern. Um, Green Lantern is known, but it depends on who you're talking to, which one is more known. Yeah. There's a lot of... Lantern. Most say... I think most of our generation... No, not even that. A lot of people would say Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's probably a lot of people's. But there is a whole generation that grew up with the Justice League cartoon that says John Stewart. Yep. Because that was the Green Lantern on the Justice League cartoon. Yep. And and the comic books, if I remember right. Yeah, he was... Hal Jordan really wasn't in the Justice League for a, that much time. Like, he was in it long enough. It was John Stewart. And John Stewart was the main one. Because Hal had to go. He had to take care of another sector. Yep. So, so uh, John was the one mainly taking care of Earth. And uh, another... Uh, and then Guy Gardner. Yeah, and see that nobody knows him. Yeah. Uh, I like Guy a lot. I do too. Uh, Kyle's good. I like Kyle. Uh, I've been reading more with him in it. So, so okay. He's okay. Let me ask you this question. He's a loose cannon. I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> you can't protect him, Rick. Riggs. Um, <laughs> I did a little Shane. Yeah, you did. John, John Barron John also play John Stewart. Do it. Whitewash it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so Green Lantern Corps. Yes, it's gonna be a movie. Yes, we know this. Yes, it's coming out in like 2019. Okay, as of right now. Sure. Uh, they're I I know what they're doing. They're trying to move it as far away as possible from the other one. They're yeah. like, okay, let's we'll release it as part of this universe, but it's gonna be the last one released. It's gonna be even after the Justice League. Uh, so they're making the movie. 
off the top of your head. Yes. Who would you cat or nope? Who would you hire to direct it? To direct the new Green Lantern Corps movie. Yes. And I'm talking like. Oh man. I don't know. I I always hate going with like your absolute dream idea of who would direct it because my first choice would always be James Gunn. Yeah. Well, I mean that would be great. But realistically. Realistically, if we had to find you, someone to hire. Um. That's tough. Right? Because I'm trying to think of people that are, that would be good with the effects. Like, that would uh, understand what effects need to be done. Um, I have two in mind already. The only one I can think of off the top of my head that I, would, I wouldn't mind is JJ. But See, I was going to say him too, but then I thought he probably wouldn't be allowed to. Yeah. Because of Disney. Yeah. Uh, first idea was actually Edgar Wright. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I forgot about him. He because one one you gotta assume he does have kind of a you know bone to pick with Marvel, so give him Green Lantern. He would do some very interesting things with it. I think He's one uh, the movie Ant Man was largely the script he wrote. Yeah. So and that was already a fantastic film. Yeah. So I think seeing what he did with that character who is absolutely like lowest beat nobody gave a shit about Ant-Man until that movie yeah seeing what he did with that I would love to see what he'd do with Green Lantern somebody who still has a following and when you're going to center the movie more on Jon Stewart than John, uh, than Hal Jordan yeah be interesting to see uh, other choice and actually probably be my top choice would be Jon Favreau be curious to see what he could do with it yeah then again he did do Cowboys versus Aliens this is true Cowboys and Aliens, Cowboys and Aliens, whatever the fuck that whatever, shit was yeah. called. Um, uh, so the Green Lantern Corps movie. Uh-huh. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with with the the Watchers, Ganthet, them. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they, probably honestly, they're going to do what they did. So but I just hope they're not. I just don't, I don't know. Like, I want them, I don't mind if they're CG'd, but I want them to be like. Have personality? A facial like they all looked exactly alike yeah I mean there's small little differences in the first movie but I want them to be some different I want I want them to hire actors to play them and like you're gonna say which was facial capture yeah that's what I want I want facial capture because because they're just that I mean I know they're they're boring they're supposed to be stoic yeah but some they do have emotion they yeah. show their emotion that's what lets them get into it they Kevin Klein would be a great uh, guardian yeah you, I mean, you you hire would you for that role you would hire classical actors, yeah, meaning people who are classically trained. I mean, I'd say Anthony Hopkins if he wasn't a little over preoccupied in Marvel world. Yeah, well, um, he's hiding. <laughs> but I think uh, yeah, somebody like Kevin Klein would be good. Um, we, Ian McKellen. I think it's safe to say who we cast for Sinestro. Strong, <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, absolutely. Every time, every single time, he is Sinestro. That movie, he was, he was like that movie was a turd, but he was just the shining corn kernel of that turd. I want them to make a Sinestro corn movie so bad now. I'll get to it. And so, okay, we know Mark Strong is our top choice, but we know it won't happen. Who else could you possibly see in that role? If you if you somebody put a gun to your head and it's like pick Sinestro right now you got you got your chance to hire anybody 
that was freed up, who would it be? See, my problem is, is the one guy that I want for the look probably doesn't have the right personality for it. Who? He can be angry. Yeah. He's proven that. Yeah. So that's good. But I know he's got a lot of comedy chops in him that he likes to show. Christian Bale? No. <laughs> Maloney. Oh, he's already in the DC Universe. I know. Asad, yes, you're right. He, he's the one I would put second. He's got the right look. He can pull up because he, he he gets angry. Yeah, we've seen that. But I know he likes to be humorous at times too. So I mean, yeah, I mean, depends what, on what he wants. To what, do. What, it depends. Yeah, he, he was, was in, cool with it. He I was, was in totally all guessing. all three of the uh, Harold and Kumar movies. Yeah, he's and so funny. Man. He is so fucking. Honestly, funny. I will say his TV shows, uh, the two he's made that were comedies. Mm-hmm. He was great in them. The show, the show just sucked. Like the one where he's like staying at home with his kids. Yeah, I really I want like, to. I want to give it a shot because I, I watched two episodes and I got bored. I, 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 I love Christopher so Maloney. He was so good, I and mean, it's just it's just voice acting. But Green Lantern, oh my god, he's so good. Oh yeah, he was in that in yeah. the first fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to. Yeah, I wish they Nathan Fillion did one, right? Yeah, Nathan Fillion did one. I forget which one that was, but the first one, and the first fight was uh, Maloney. Maloney. He he was so good. I think it's. It's a shame that they cast him in such a... They didn't use him, I think, to his fullest ability. Like, he just... Weird. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was my stomach. Um, <laughs> but uh, they didn't use him, I thought, how they should have. Um, I mean, he was good in what he did, but... I mean, he was in one movie. Yeah. I wish he was in more. Um, he should be in more things in general. He definitely should. He's such a good actor. To me, he's like John Krasinski. Like, he should be in more things. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. Okay. Speaking of John Krasinski. <laughs> For me, I, he should play either Hal Jordan or Guy Gardner. Yeah. My preference would be Guy Gardner because I think, uh, at least when he played uh, Jim on The Office, I think his personality fits a little better. Yeah, definitely. So I think that would be interesting to see. But, okay, John Stewart. Again, you had to stay in the realm of possibility. Because we all know who our first choice is to play Jon Stewart. Yeah. It's Idris Elba. Yeah. That just no, can't happen. Not going to happen. I remember we talked about this before and I got really fucking excited. Because um, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, no. They're all so busy in the Marvel Universe because they're all in Wakanda. <laughs> fucking Marvel is just like scooping them they're, up. They're all in Wakanda. <sighs> Motherfuckers. Um... See, Michael B. Jordan wouldn't be a good choice. No. I love him as an actor. He's fantastic, but he would not be my first choice. I'm trying to think. Honestly, if he wasn't doing Supergirl, I'd say the guy who plays Olsen. Wouldn't be bad. I, I would say Diggle if I had, had an absolute choice. Well, of course. Because, <laughs> one, I feel that they should make him Jon Stewart in the show. Honestly. Wouldn't it be really cool? That's how because they've already kind of backed him into a corner right now. Yeah, where like he can't go. Home. My thing is, is like right now it'd be really cool if his his redemption story turned out to be like, um, he was sacrificing himself for something, and a ring came to him, like as he was dying. Yeah, like and didn't heal him, but like like kept him alive. Where whatever happened to him, and he left the show. And then he comes back. Just for the crossovers or something like that? And he comes back as a... Well, I'm saying he he leaves the show and then comes back like a couple weeks later or whatever. And it's it's because he went to... Oa. Yeah. 
I would be fantastic. I'd back is. I always thought that I was like, and I never really thought about it until you brought it up, and then I was like, fuck, that would be a cool idea. And then I read an interview with him, where he said specifically that idea had been on the table. Yeah. At one point, oh. I'm like, so, I mean, they could easily just make Diggle. They could have made Diggle a nickname at the time. Yeah. Because they hadn't really. Or I mean, they could even say his middle name is Stewart. Yeah, and they could just switch that up, just John, John Stewart Diggle. Diggle. And they just so his secret identity. <laughs> so his as when he's a Green Lantern, he's just he's John Stewart. What if? What if? Because so far in the season, he's a wanted man. What if they get a chance to change his identity? What if they change his identity to John Stewart? Stewart yeah. I just want it so bad. It can still happen. I they know. already cheesed Hal Jordan. They did. So we know that the Green Lanterns at least exist in this universe. It's not out of their own possibility. <sighs> I want it so bad. But in the movie verse, I can't think of an actor that could play John Stewart other than Idris Elba. He's the only um, one. There's more out there. Some people said somebody said Denzel Washington. You know what? He wouldn't be bad, but he's too old. Yeah, now he's too old. Younger Denzel? Fuck yes. But like now, nah, he couldn't do it. I hate saying it because I I mean, I would love to see it, but he just couldn't do it. I mean, I'm not saying like he couldn't get in shape to do it or Tyrese. Oh, fuck no, dude. (laughs) I hate that guy. God, he irritates the piss out of me. Baby boy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you ever watch that movie? No. It's graphic. Fair enough. There's a, like, Taraji, whatever her name is, the one that's on Empire. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they have a sex scene in that movie, and it's like, he's like, he's like, you want some daddy dick? I'm like, Jesus the Christ. fuck? <laughs> this is, like, whew, graphic. Uh, speaking of graphic, uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. It's very gory is what I've Did you watch it? I've not seen it. Oh. I want to see it real bad. Really? It's gory. I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's just like, he's uh, Greg's son, Nick. He's he's not good with blood. And he was like, it's not so bad on movies, but like in, in person, he's not bad with him. He's like, it was just so gory. He was like, this like scenes where you see in character, like guys in the army, like run in or whatever. And like, Heads getting popped off and shit. Like I was like, oh my god. Who was that? I can't. <laughs> I want to see it, but damn. Who's the director? Of that do you remember? Uh, that one guy. He directs movies. I want to. Um, it's like Ang Lee. I don't think it's Ang. Or it's it's somebody else that I didn't know. It was direct. It was like it was a shock. Whoever it was. But I, I can find it hard to believe that a movie about a kid who refuses to pick up a gun is, is that violent. I know. Um. And he said that. Uh, oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Angley directed the other one, the Bobby Long's, her Bobby Walker, Bobby, the Long Halftime Walk movie. Oh, he yeah. He shot yeah, it like yeah. 125 uh, frames per minute. Yeah. Frames per second, rather. Which is ridiculous. It's too much. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's um, like, oh, did everybody bitch and moan about. Uh, <laughs> you want to know why it's so violent? Why? Mel Gibson. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. Oh, oh I forgot God. about that. Yeah, that's what it but was. Superhero movies, though. They're too violent. They're way too violent. What an idiot. Let's pop some heads. Let's pop some heads off. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, think I've always thought, I thought it was funny after I read Jesus that uh, they shot that they shot that long halftime walk in, like, 125 uh, FPS or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, people bitched and moaned about what was it, 60 frames per second for Lord of the or for the Hobbit movies. Yeah, I'm like, 
So you're gonna double down on it? Yeah, a hundred and you're insane. Yeah, yeah, baby. One, there's like one theater in the states that can handle it, that can actually show it in its intended format. Another one is being created, is not being created, but formatted for it. Everyone else is gonna see it probably in the most sixty frames. Yeah. I'm like, one, I don't want to watch that fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, one, I bear, like, I want to see the movie, but I don't want to see it that bad. Yeah, I'm good. Because, one, I can't even imagine how much I've cost. Oh, probably a lot. Fuck. $20 ticket, $25 ticket. Oh, by the way, we didn't get a chance to go see Hamlet. Yeah, sorry. God damn. Uh, apparently, they sold out quick. Really? We should have got the tickets whenever we saw on that deal. But we, we were so... So unsure if you were going to be able to get off that... Or be yeah. able to get off on, on time that day and... I, I wish I would have looked earlier to try to pre-order, but I... Yeah, there'll be other chances. There'll be other plays we can go see, too. It's yeah. not a big deal. We'll just see, we'll just see when it comes around here live. Yeah, whenever Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> comes, comes back. Breaks away from Doctor Strange. Yeah, as soon as he gets away from his fucking pitiful little movies, yeah. he'll go back to the stage. Well, he probably will, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, eventually he probably <laughs> but in will. in England, probably not here. Yeah. Uh, I still hope they do a Fathom event for Cursed Child or Cursed Child. Yeah, I, I, I want to see it. Maybe eventually. I do want to see it. I want to see it. I, I would like to see it as a film. Yeah, that'd be cool too. But they're never gonna do it. Yeah. They might. There was like, a rumor that they were going to do one. They uh, recorded the it. Curse of the Child, um, because uh, you know Fox or who's it does that? Not Fox. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Warner Brothers does the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Okay. But Warner Brothers is going to. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they're going. They wanted to do Curse of Child. They were going to do like three movies. Mm. Like how the fuck? My problem with that is it's it's a play. Yeah. Hang you on. do it in three parts. You don't make three movies. Yeah. No. No. You can't do that. It's, hey, it's three parts. But they're you doing can't it. Resolve one part. <laughs> Anyways, but they were wanting to do that, and they were really trying to lock down Daniel Radcliffe to play Harry Potter again. Sure. And uh, and he had said before in an interview, he said, he said, I'm not saying I won't ever return to it. He I said, mean, it'd be but, cool to have him come back because he not, he's not the focus. No. So it'd be cool to have him come back as a supporting character. Yeah. But and I'm all for him not taking on Harry Potter again. I, yeah, if well, he doesn't want to do it. He's just now starting to really break that mold uh, with Im- Imperium. Yeah, I want to see that real bad. And also, even in which, as ironic as it'll sound, even in Now You See Me Too... He, he, he magic. But he he does better. He separates himself fairly well from there. Good. They do make you know. It's like a few subtle little nods or whatever too. The fact that yeah, that's Harry fucking Potter. I wanted so bad to just like do a levitation trick with Guardian Leviosa, and they'd be like, "What did you just say?" I don't know. I read it in a book somewhere. Uh, Friend of mine keeps saying it, but he 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 Look does. Song. <laughs> what did you say it like that for? I don't know. Go ask Emma Watson. Some some <laughs> fucking bitch. Um, but she's no, she's talking to a monster in a <laughs> castle somewhere. I don't fucking know. But uh, she, but uh, he did really good. He was really intense in that movie. There's parts of where he was. I was like, fuck. He, he seems like a legitimate threat in those movies, which is weird because he never ever seems like a legitimate threat. No. Even in Imperium, he does come off somewhat threatening, but still not much because he kind of plays a geek. Yeah. He's um, like a computer nerd, right? Yeah. yeah, he's that movie's good. I want to see it. Um, yeah, there. I don't know. You know who'd be good? Uh, who could do a good guy, Gardner? Yeah. Oh, I. From our fan, well, I'll be skewered for it. 
Seth Rogen. I'm not really a fan of that either, but I can see it. One, he lost all the weight and got into shape for Green Hornet. Yeah. You know what? That movie wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as people said it no. was. I will say, Christoph Waltz, I love him, but... He was an inter- it was an interesting character he was playing. He just, it just felt like the guy from Django. <laughs> yeah, but it seemed like he was having more fun. Yeah, which is I mean, fine. Yeah, I was like, okay, at least he seems like he's having fun with it. He's like a pussy version of that yeah. villain. Um, Seth Rogen did good in it. The, yeah, I don't know who good. the guy was that played uh, Kato, but oh, he did. I can't remember his name now. He did really good. But I, I, used to oh, know, I used to know all those guys. They're rebooting that. What? Why? <laughs> Because that one didn't do so well, and now they're they're getting a director who's going to base it closer to the old TV show, but uh, a, a darker, grittier feel to it. I'm like, oh fuck! Still has to be comedy in it. I thought we were away from that fucking th- that phrase, that dark and grittier. I, mean, I don't mind it be a little darker, a little gritty. I just get tired but of it. It's man. like you got to have a balance. Because even with Batman, he's dark and brooding. Yeah, but he's still. He still cracks jokes. He always has. Yeah, but it's it's always very dry jokes. And usually, to be fair, it's generally Alfred that cracks the jokes. This is true. Um, or Robin. <laughs> Robin, unfortunately. Yeah, like he reached in a little. It's like a little comic book or a little comic panels or whatever comic strip, uh, where it's like it shows a picture of a bat being brushed with a, a toothbrush. Tom said, and then it shows uh, Batman. With a brush on his head and it pans out, and it's uh, Alfred screaming. He's like, Alfred, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, there's a bunch of little ones that they always shows Alfred like doing stuff you do to, to real bats. Yeah. They're always pretty funny. It's awesome. Only we get to see that in the Batman. Oh my God. It'd be awesome. Uh, excited for the Batman. I am excited for the Batman. And the Deathstroke. And the Deathstroke. I think that's amazing that that's going to be the villain. Yeah. Because, like, I'm excited. Deathstroke. That's like. I wouldn't I wouldn't say deep cuts, but it's 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 not one everybody knows. Yeah. If anybody knows him now, it's cause the C W. The what? The qua. The qua. Uh, but I, as much as I hate saying, it, I understand why they didn't cast Manu Manu Bennett. Yeah. I I can understand it, but still, man, it's like I they know. did the work for you. At least. <clears throat> At least Joe Magnello is a good choice. Yeah, I, I'm okay. And it's not like, eh, to be honest, Ezra Miller, he, he's a good actor. He is. I think he'll do interesting things I liked with him in the trailer. I thought he did well. He was funny. It's just, you're set with the character so long. You're like, that. it's Grant Gustin. It's That's like, who he is. We've seen Grant Gustin and also, years. And also, seriously, twice, Barry Allen's been cast twice with dark hair. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like I had enough issues with whatever. I honestly feel like whoever's in charge, um, before, like I feel because like, I feel like didn't they cast him before Jeff got on yeah. board? I feel like they cast the person who was casting for Flash before Jeff got on board was like, well, the show he's got dark hair, so let's, we have to we have to hire someone else with dark hair. Exactly, and, and Iris is black in the show, so let's make her black, black here. Yeah. And oh, uh, Reverse Flash is actually in a wheelchair. In in the show, so let's he'll be in a wheelchair. There's so much it yeah. it draws direct instead of being like closer to the comic book. It's closer to the show. Yeah, which is it's interesting. Even I mean, Jeff Johnson, even like, well, no, we can't. We let's might as well cast it. To, I mean, yeah, I, like here's I'm sure Jeff would be like, well, I mean, this works, but why do this? Like, yeah, 
But I think it's isn't it weird that it's twice this character who is always portrayed as blonde yep. is twice been cast and in both versions that he he's ever been in live action he's been cast as a dark haired person. It's interesting to me. It is. Um, they could have cast who who else could have played the Flash though. I'm trying. I mean, besides Grant Gustin, obviously that's not the choice. But I can't. I can't. Yeah, um, I, I've been trying really hard. <laughs> oh man, if we have fans, we're gonna lose them. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. He plays the awkward nerd very well. He does. I can see that. He's like brown hair, but and he's funny. He's brown hair, but I mean, it's, it's light closer. enough that he could probably dye it, and it wouldn't yeah, look it'd terrible. Be, it'd be fine. Um, I can see that. He's, he's good. He already kind of like when he's Lex Luthor, but yeah, this has to be an interesting choice. Yeah, um, Michael Sir? No, no, I couldn't do. I don't that. see it. I don't take him seriously ever. Yeah, I mean, which is kind of flash, but still, like he just doesn't fit it to me. Like no. he, he, his humor is way too awkward. Yeah, instead of funny, like the Flash is funny. Yeah, puns, quips, like it's it's humorous. He's not really awkward, so yeah. you would have I mean, to find. He is, but it, but it's more funny than awkward. So we're looking at um, closer to a comedic actor. Yeah, who could play the role? Who do we know that's relatively young and been in for mostly comedies? Can be serious if necessary, but can handle shoulder the weight of a franchise that's tough one Ezra Miller even in that would never be my first choice no but he's one of my one of his former co-stars could oh yeah I see that again dark hair though that's the problem Logan Lerman yeah Logan Lerman Logan Lerman Logan Lerman um, he would be. A, I think he'd be an interesting choice. Yeah, I think he could do. He's a little short. He was actually up for uh, Spider-Man, apparently. Yeah, he was. He's and a little so short. So is Josh Hutcherson too. Yeah, Josh Hutcherson's too. He, he's too thick framed for me. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's not lanky enough. He's he's stocky almost. Yeah, not stocky, kind of, but kind of stout. Yeah, um, uh, I could see him playing. I maybe. And one, Josh Hutcherson's also not really known for comedy. He's not. He's he's very dramatic. He's a very good actor. Yeah, I could see him playing a superhero character. I just him not. and Bridget Terabith. Yeah, you ever watched that movie? Mm-mm. Fuck. Heard. Yeah. Oh my god! Like one, I guess Michelle had read the book prior. Yeah, I've to read this. the book. I never read the book, and so I had no idea what was going on. We went to theaters to watch this shit. Plot twist. And <laughs> and it's and there's like it's like. I don't know, maybe they were much foreshadowing, but I was, like, lost in the movie. I thought the movie was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, the but, book, like, if it's anything like the book when I heard it is, like... But whenever they're like, she died, I was like, what? I was immediately... It's kind of shocking. I was bummed out, and then, like, they handled it. Like, okay, let's face it, the movie was... I mean, it was good. I thought it was cool-looking and interesting and fun. But it's not the movie you would expect it would be able to handle death yeah. so well and in the movie like they handle it like it's one good one good bit there where and again I'm not so sure about how the hand, the the book handled it or how they what they did but like he goes and he refuses to like listen he runs through the woods and then he's being chased by this fucking black uh, like shadow monster almost and he's trying to run away from run away from it and then 
finally he collapses and he falls and it's his dad and his dad catches up to him and embraces him and holds him and you know comforts him this entire time his dad's been like very uh uh hard on him almost very you know very typical you know fictional dad where uh it's like and it's like no you have to be a man and but he comforted him he's like your your friend died i'm you know i'm sorry cry it's good it's fine then a teacher comforts him and it, that made me cry and i was like fuck i don't want to cry this much at this movie what the hell is happening because like my thing is like with movies that are yeah yeah i want to be able to feel for a movie and I, yeah. you know, the whole point of it is you want to connect with sometimes you want to watch a movie that's just dumb stupid action uh, was why it's why you know Fast and Furious just lasted so long, um, but like Pretty much. when you want to watch a movie, you want to connect with most of the characters. That's why even in Fast and Furious Seven or Fast Seven, whatever they called it, uh, they actually handled Paul Walker's death very very well. Yeah, and uh, the tribute they did at the end was heartwarming. Uh, but like in this, I mean, they handled it so well, and I look for yeah, I want to connect with characters. I want to connect, you know, feel on a personal level that the you know these characters are real or I can relate to them. Uh, so this kid losing his best friend is I mean in your the entire movie you're being built that you know this kid's not well liked. Yeah. And then this one girl pays attention they become really good friends. And not even like a romantic thing even. Yeah, just friends. You know, they were friends and I thought that was just wonderful how they handled that. And they, yeah. but like I don't know, like I watched the fighter the other day. Uh it's still every time I get to the end, I tear up. And there's a new spot whenever, and I I never really teared up at this po- uh, part of it. Um, but it's before the final fight of the movie. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. Before the final fight, whenever they're at the entrance at, yeah. at what wrestlers call gorilla position. Hey. Uh, but they're sitting there waiting, and they start playing. Um, I remember who sings it, but it's like, here I am uh, on the road alone to get. What's the fucking word? Here I go. Get on my own. Uh, yeah, here again, again on my own or whatever. He starts singing that song to me. And he's like just holding his head and just singing to him. And it's like, beautiful. I was like, fuck, this movie just did everything right. And it's I, that's what I want from a movie generally. And it's I really, really hope that because even Ezra Miller talked about it whenever he was asked what the director needs to bring to it, which was heart. And he's right. That movie needs to have heart. You need to connect because that movie is so outlandishly, or the the character is so outlandish. Yeah. That you have to connect on him on a personal level to be able to accept. Which I think he his can powers. pull that off. He can. I know he can. And that's why I have never been super angry over the fact that he got cast. Yeah. Um, we know Grant can. Yeah, we know Grant can because I mean th- that's true. I swear to God, it's like every time. other week I cry. They tear me up so bad. I, it's, it's like Supergirl's been doing it a lot lately. Fuck, I know, right? Especially with Alex. Yeah, oh yeah, the with the last episode whenever uh you know she breaks down and she's sobbing. Yeah. I was like with her Maggie. Oh my god. I was like, oh god, don't do it. And <laughs> I it, feel so bad for her too because like she kinda convinced her to do this thing because she thought it was for them. Yeah. And then nope. Nope. It's just like Oh, come on. It was uh that's, and that's, Which I understand her reasoning. It's just like she didn't I don't think she handled it very well. No. She, was she just ran up and kissed her. I was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. bold. Um, but there was like, it's weird that not a lot of shows do that to me, though. Yeah. I don't get invested into a lot of characters on TV. Hardly. The Noist does a good job. She does. Of, of mixing the comedy and the seriousness. 
Because, like, there's times where she'll, she'll, she'll make jokes or whatever. It's like, it's, hey, hi, it's fun. And then she'll turn and, and be, like, with, with her disappointment in, um, what, Man- Manel? Monel. Monel. Yeah. Uh, like, Jesus. Like, but even like she was drunk. She, it was silly. It was, it was funny. so good. But it was, yeah, Flash has done, almost from day one, it got me. Like, I was like, fuck. I was like, all heart in that, in that show. Arrow has yet to really do it for me. I don't think it's really meant to, though. The only one that I ever got really sad about and teared up was Tommy. Yeah. God. I w- Tommy. And he, maybe with Flashpoint, he can come back. Maybe. Maybe he's Prometheus. Oh. Alchemy. Um, what if he is? Because we were talking about that, who could be Prometheus? I don't think it's Quentin. No. Yeah. What I'm saying is maybe, maybe Alchemy. Alchemy gave him, brought him back. Interesting. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Arrow doesn't really do. Tommy is the only death on there that made me kind of sad. Yeah, Laurel didn't even. Re- no, okay, Laurel did make me sad, but not Laurel's death. Everybody else's reactions yeah. to it is what got me. Yeah, particularly Quentin. Cause, yeah, because Tommy's wasn't. I mean, it was sad, but the, the, there wasn't a whole lot of response because he was dying in a building that was collapsing. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of time to be like, I don't it. It was but just kind of like, Steven, oh. And usually you find this in a lot of shows. It's not necessarily the character's death. It's everybody else's reaction to yeah. that death. Um, and that one, Steven Miller did such a good... He's proven so many times that he's a good actor. That's why I feel bad in Out of the Shadows that he is so bad. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's not him. It's the writing was bad for yeah. his character. But... Uh, He's a great actor, but Arrow doesn't really do it for me. Supergirl's done it more than I expected it to. Flash, I, like I said, it's like every other week I'm tearing yeah. up or crying. It's so good. Um, I think the last good, like, I had a good, like, sob almost was Kevin Smith's episode in, in, yeah. in season two. Runaway Dinosaur. It was, that, oh, good God, man. I was, one, when he first sees his mother. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. And then, and that's even Kevin Smith talked about it. He said the script called for it to be like he's, you know, he says mom, and it shows her, and then goes to break. So it wasn't supposed to go any farther than that. But what he did in the show, he let it go a little longer, and then Nora touched uh, Barry's face, and that's when they cut the commercial. And I was like, oh, oh God, just ripped out my heart already. <laughs> but that, and, and then he you when he this. he read the story, and I was like, and like. From memory, I was like, "Oh Jesus, yeah. man!" Just everything about that show works, and so like, well. uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I feel like too many people know his secret identity. A lot of people, but, more than necessary. But fine, it's um, fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm it, waiting for him to pull like Julian. Like, hey, I am the Flash. I am the Flash. I know they'll do it because I think they, they. I know what's coming up, but um, yeah, I think honestly, I'm wondering if because it looks like Caitlin's gonna turn to Killer Frost. You know, for an episode, for an episode, I wonder if she's gonna go away for a while. Maybe Julian takes her spot, maybe, and helping the Flash, Team Flash. Maybe he starts asking him questions like, "Hey, what would you do if this happened?" Yeah, and then he starts to because he's proving Julian, he's, maybe Julian. Honestly, what if Julian just like got like got questionable of why he kept asking him, and then just followed him? Yeah. Not and followed, follow, followed mean, him, but like at least followed him to a point where he followed Joe off. maybe or something. Yeah, and then went to Star Labs and just walked. Somebody, in. Ha- somebody has to find out by accident. 
It can't it can't always be he reveals it. it has somebody at least once has to find out by accident. Yeah. Because right now we have Joe found out because Barry revealed it to him. Um. Obviously, uh, Cisco Sorry. and Caitlin know because they were there. Uh, Harrison Wells knows because yeah, he always has to know. Um, uh, his girlfriend from last season knows because she, well, she figured it out, I guess. Um, but I want somebody just like to sneak in there. I miss and, her, and, and, I dude, she was so cool, so good. Anyways, but I want somebody to sneak in there into the Star Labs and be like, Fuck, "That's Barry Allen." How many people just walk in there though? Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> there's a lot of people that just security sucks. <laughs> I do like uh, whenever. Uh, in the last episode, Cisco. Oh, you didn't see it. Never mind. I'll wait. Um, there's a really funny part where they make that kind of joke because he's like, "I just upped all the security," and then you know somebody walks in. He's like, "Come on, seriously!" It's uh, so funny how people just walk into that building. But it's uh, you know, Flash does it for me. But uh, Legends, the only time I ever really were, did anything for me was uh, whenever Captain Cold died, and it, I didn't cry. I teared up a little bit because the. It, I it was it's the dorkiest thing. I teared up whenever he said, "There are no more strings, or there are no strings on me." Yeah. I teared up. I was like, "That's such a great delivery." He gave it the perfect delivery for it. They earned that line to be able to say that. It was perfect. And then he died. And the next shot you see was them kind of just adrift in space. It's like it was empty and there's nothing around them. And it was like that's what it feels like. They lost a whole piece of them. It was so wonderful. The show doesn't get enough credit. It's, it doesn't. It's it's been a really good show. I'll tell you what. Um, it freaked me out the other day when I was watching Arrow when they introduced uh, Mirror Master. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Captain Cold was there. Yeah. Because uh, I had looked away when it said three years earlier. Yeah, and, it, and, and then, I looked back and I was just like, are they just, are they just not going to explain this? Doing? <laughs> and then they said like present day. I was like, oh, it was a flashback. Okay. <laughs> And we've, you know, we oh, have yet to about it. <laughs> we've yet to see any real significant differences from, um, from Flashpoint in Arrow, other than John Junior. John Junior, but I mean, it's, but other than John in uh, in Arrow, none in Supergirl that we can see. Isn't Supergirl in a different? Earth? Technically, different Earth. So that wouldn't affect it, really. No, I assume what they're going to do is that the Flashpoint somehow brought her in. That's what I figured too. Is that Flashpoint's bringing them together? But uh, and then Legends. They, I mean, but they, I think they can be immune to it because they're they're time traveling. Yeah, they're time traveling, <laughs> so they're in and out of timelines all the time. Everything to them is an alternate. So timeline. I think I think speaking of, I know that now it's just turning into us talking about the DC shows. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, with Sarah, I think she made a mistake by telling Dark. His future. Yeah. Because as soon as you started, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. You are rolling a dice right now. Yeah. He's powerful enough to change his... His destiny. His destiny, especially with a, with a speedster. And you kind of knew he had a time traveling friend. So it's like, mm, no. Like, yeah. Change. No, don't tell him. Yeah, I was kind of worried. I was like, why is she doing that? Yeah. One, that's, oh. uh, there is one thing that... I mean, the show deserves more credit than it gets, but there is one thing they do on the... They, they always do on that show that always bothers me it's like they have no regard to the other shows yeah such as and again if anybody listening to this knows different you know let us know they did away with Sarah's bloodlust in Arrow because the whole point of her having that bloodlust was because her, her soul, soul was, was missing yeah and that was a whole episode with Constantine was that 
they were getting her soul back. She didn't have the bloodlust anymore. Right. And the reason Thea still had it for so long was because a piece of her soul was gone. So she had it, but she could, you know, she could kill somebody and it would go away for a while. So. They still have that. They, they ignore it, but they haven't talked about it this season at all. And now, she doesn't really have bloodlust now. It's more of just seeking revenge or... I think it was Preventing? an error. I think it was an error they made. Yeah, and they just kind of corrected it by doing this. Yeah, just Which, by. Oh, man, I just time travel shows are so hard. Yeah, especially when they affect the Every, timelines. Yes, yeah. Because like, if this was just like alternate timelines, it'd be different. But since it's affecting the real time timelines, they could do something and not fix it, and then when it goes to Arrow or Flash, if it was in real life. It would be different. Yeah, the world would be different there. So, like, the whole thing with... Of course, I mean... Because my whole thing is is, is the whole thing with, with Stein being at the White House. Like, I know he's supposed to be there. Like, he's doing stuff that's not what he's supposed to be doing. Dark being there and everything. That would change the team. The course of history. Me, because because in, if that cemented, which it did, because yeah. they were there... Uh, and the whole thing happened. Um, he may or may not be on the team then. He may not be part of Firestorm. Now, what if, I mean, with their uh, diddling in the timeline, I mean, they're creating, obviously, probably alternate timelines. What if those are, you know, they're still living in the main timeline? Yeah. The one that's in the CW shows, and then they're just creating alternate, alternate timelines, alternate Earths by what they're doing, yeah. and they're the reason the multiverse exists. Fifty-two. Um, <laughs> they're the reason the new Fifty-two existed. Thank God, those we, fuckers. Batman Beyond, where you at? Um, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. It's time travel is such a pain in the ass. Like I love time travel stuff, but like Doctor Who, like you look at it. In, in specifics it's like oh that's that's stupid <laughs> that doesn't work that doesn't work because um, I love the whole there's an episode where like, they travel back three times in the same area and it's like uh, you, you run into yourself at that point well they, they were avoiding themselves like, uh-huh. they knew where they were going to be because they'd already been there so they they purposely avoid themselves accepted that fact they accepted that that, that was one of the rules that they had set up yeah. was that and they don't do it Like I mean they, they've run into each other but they're not supposed to. Right. Like, we have to not do this, but sometimes it happens. Um, but normally it's not the doctor running into himself. It's one of the other people. Mm-hmm. So, and then they just violently shake until they both disappear. Um, that's not true at all. I was like, is that, <laughs> I was like, I was going to say that's where Project Atlas got it from. Um, no. But, but seriously though, like the, the time travel on that show is really well done. They do a really good job. Uh, it's just, there's times where you're watching, you're like, eh. But it's yeah. any time travel show. Yeah, you're going to get that with Because I love, there's an episode where um, somebody does something and fucks time up. And so, uh, Winston Churchill is Caesar. Um, and the clocks never move. The time doesn't change ever. And they're in like a space train city thing. And... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fucking what? Yeah, it's fucking crazy because somebody's messed time up, so all time is just converging on this one point. Interesting. Yeah, and so and time is getting ready to stop existing, which means the whole world just everything in existence ever just disappears, 
And so they have to fix it. So they're trying to fix it. And essentially what it is, is um, these two people that are not supposed to uh, touch each other because one of them is not supposed to exist anymore. And they change the timeline. Because uh, in that show, they talk about fixed points in time. This happens, this happens, this happens. You can't change it. It's fixed. Something happens, and they change one of those fixed points in time. So it, and it completely destroys time. It starts imploding on itself. And so they have to fix it to bring it back. But in order to do that, somebody's got to die that was supposed to die, which they prevented. <laughs> Because the fixed point in time was someone's death. And they prevented it. Who? Um, the doctors. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to die, die. Completely dead. So. Um, How'd they get around that? Well, he found a loophole. Like he, like he does. Um, I can tell you. You're, you're never going to watch it, probably. I'm never going to watch so it, yeah. Essentially, there's this group of people that wear their robots. And they're tiny little people. Like, they're shrunk down inside the r- robot. And they're like, like imagine... Megazord. <laughs> I have a bunch of people inside this machine, and they work as a justice system. They go around through time. What are they called? I don't remember. Honestly, don't remember. There's so many names. But essentially, they go around time finding criminals and arresting them from this suit. Like they, and they, can, they scan somebody, and then they can transform into that person. Um, so the doctor gets a hold of them, calls in his favor that he has with them. They make him a suit for him and he's inside of his own suit <laughs> and he tells the person that's supposed to kill him that it's okay um it's like you need to kill me and like i can't do it i can't do it and it's like okay and then something happens this is blah blah, blah. um essentially it's his wife they get married uh <laughs> right before she kills him. she's like look in my eye like look into my eyes and she like they're real close and she looks in his eyes, and she can see him in his eye hole going, hey. <laughs> and she, like, starts laughing and crying and happy, and they go back to that point in time, and she kills him. But it says it's just a suit. He doesn't die. <laughs> but he dies. Like his, I, Yeah, I guess it's... So you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, eh, fun, but... So time travel, yeah. I mean, they're time travel. They're a risky thing to do just because there's so many things that... That shows or movies can get wrong. Project, project, and it's Atlas. a lot to keep track of. It's Project Atlas, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it did they a lot. Follow, they fucked with their own rules. Yeah, they their own like they you know well, they kept going to the same point in time over and over and over. But they never ran into each other. Yeah, the, and they went over like too. what six or six or seven At times for that kid's test. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you already run into yourself, you know, four times over. Um, yeah, they should have thought that yeah. plan through. Because this thing with time travel is like. Or just ignored it, ignored that particular yeah, rule. Never they, rule. but they specifically mention it. Yeah. So that's why I was like, it's weird that they mention it, but then they just absolutely ignore it. Yeah. Um. Don't travel alone. Don't travel alone. Um. Fuck that one up too. Speaking of some time travel, though, did you hear about X Men? I did not. You want to tell me about it? Why not? I can just read it. <laughs> um, you should just tell me. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, the, they're going to do the, or at least the plan is to do the Dark Phoenix saga. Cool. In the next movie. Do it right. Are they going to keep What's Her Face? Yeah, it sounds like it. I can't remember her name now. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner, yeah. She is. She is. She is. She's beautiful. Quite pretty. Yeah. Um, 
quite attractive. But yeah, I thought she did really good at Jean Grey in Apocalypse. Yeah, she did a good job. But I do think that... I don't think they gave her much to do. No. But she... They need to move that time, the timeline, though, and just make it present day. They need to stop fucking with this every decade thing. And I understand maybe what they're... Uh, maybe they're not intending it to come out this way. But what it feels like to me is they're trying to do, like, what the comic books do. Which is, like, they don't age. Ever. That's why they base it in, like, you know, the last one was, like, 1983. The next, this upcoming one's going to be 1994. They don't look much different. They don't look much different. And I think that's, I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, they just need to stop it, though. Because it's kind of irritating me. Just make it present there. Yeah. Fuck them. Idiots. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like... What do you think of, of Apocalypse? It was... The movie itself was fine. Uh, the character was not well done. Apocalypse himself. No. Uh, I will say that the acting was fine to me. Yeah. Um, and, and Generally, it's, Oscar, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Isaac, yeah. He, he did a great job for what he was doing. Uh, the problem you get with is the writing where he's this real big, powerful being. Didn't do much. No. <laughs> Didn't prove it. Like now, if he if they would have cast him or wrote him in a way where he was just like, I don't deal with you peons, I send that's what they're for. Fine. And, and given this horseman something to do. Yeah, I know. Like it, honestly, like he should have been sitting back somewhere, waiting, and then like his horsemen start failing, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll help. Like I'll take care of this. Okay. Um, and then he throws down and he, you know, fucking destroys them all. I hated that his plan was to get Charles so he could transfer his consciousness into him. I yeah. thought that, I was like, that's stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's so much more they could have done, and that's what they came up with. Yeah. It was kind of an odd, uh, odd one, but I still enjoyed it. I had it's fun still watching it. It's a fun movie. Uh, and I liked the new cast they got as the, you know, Cyclops and yeah. Jean Grey. It's just. And also, I guess I, I heard that Gambit's still getting ready to go into full-fledged, uh, you know, production is it, is uh, here soon. But, like, I'm like, yeah, but it's one of those movies I'll believe when I see it. Yeah, that's how I am, too. Like, all those years they were talking about doing Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And then we get, you know, Ghostbusters um, this year, which, again, wasn't bad. I wasn't upset about that. Yeah. It, uh, what's the extended version? Did you? Yeah. It's long. <laughs> it makes it long. There's a few few parts of it that made me um, actually laugh uh, harder. I can't remember call but the first one was with Kevin, uh, Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. character. It was he said something that was so fucking funny I almost spit my food out. <laughs> and it was, it was I, I wish I could remember what it was, but it made me laugh really fucking hard. Um, it sounds like it'd be really funny if you could tell me. I know. Damn it. Shit. Also, there was a uh, an f bomb dropped in, in it, which I didn't recall from the theatrical version. They go to the. Who said the, it? They go to uh, K and um. Amazing. What's her name? The lead, Kristen Wiig. She said it. Yeah. No. She. Uh, She's adorable. Basically, they take them over because they're looking for a place to open up the business, and they go to the firehouse first. Yeah. And. Uh, like it's incredible. This is perfect. What we want, and they go inside there. And she's talking to the real, you know, real estate agent. And she's like, uh, she's like, okay, we'll take it. And she's like, okay. She said uh, rent is uh, uh, twenty three thousand dollars a month. And she's like, fuck you. 
And I was like, I started laughing. I told him, I was like, was that in the theatrical version? I don't think that was. And she's like, I think so. I'm like, I don't think it was. But it was, it was pretty funny. And uh, the whole movie is, it's really good, man. I just wish that people didn't shit on it unnecessarily. Yeah. I agree with a lot of other people. Like with, uh, <clears throat> Why give them their? Why give them a spinoff of a? Not even a spinoff. But well, like, I mean, I don't mind that. I, I I still think there needs to be more. If they're gonna do more female led shows or movies, which I'm hundred percent for, they need to do something unique. Yeah. But I don't mind them doing a female yeah. cast version of Ghostbusters. But my thing with people is, like Chris Hardwick said it. Other bunch of other people have said it. I agree with them. Instead of just, I mean, you there's movies you can tell are just gonna probably be shit. But at the same time, like give it a shot first. Don't just poop on it. It could be good. You don't know. Or you may just like it. It could be a bad movie anyways. <laughs> but I don't, I, the whole don't don't shit on it before you watch it kind of attitude. Like Watch the movie, then form an opinion instead of just following other people's opinions. Absolutely. Now, if you watch the trailer and go, I don't know about that. Yeah. Then don't watch it. And theaters. I understood that because the trailers they released for that movie weren't stellar. No. Um, That's the thing is, like, you could watch trailers and be like, oh, I'm not watching that in theater. And then they released that song like they were fucking proud of it. <laughs> it was terrible. It was bad. It was bad. But it, overall, loved the movie. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. I still laughed. And that's what uh, I talked to somebody today at work about it. And I was like, uh, they're like you watched it again. I'm like, yeah, and like, and I was like, still thought it was funny. Yeah. Still laughed the entire time. Uh, and I mean, that's the thing about comedy; it's subjective. Is it subjective or objective? Yes. Uh huh. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> because you know what I find funny, some other people won't find funny, so the movie wouldn't be funny to them. Like me. You think everything's funny, John? I, I am hilarious. You you think you're hilarious? No, I am. Um, it's, it's it's a it's a fucking fact. It's a factual opinion. It's a factual opinion. That's a that's what we should have called our show. Oxymorons. The oxymorons. <laughs> yes. Oh my we god. We are the oxymorons. Um, we're wild stallions. Um. <laughs> um. Let's talk about a couple of the trailers that came out. Okay. Uh, Beauty and the Beast first of all Beauty and the Beast trailer it seems, it seems to honestly be the big one I'll tell you what man I'm worried about it the casting for me is fine yeah the Beast looks a little strange yeah but within reason I understand uh, the biggest thing that gets me and I, I know we've talked about it in the past and today uh, is the furniture slash staff yeah <laughs> they don't look that great I don't understand I, I, it's kind of like a steampunk style yeah I don't know what it is about it but like Lumiere looks okay Cogsworth looks alright I don't like pots or chip no to me and you said this it was they look lazy it does it just looks like they were like uh, furniture yeah (laughs) yeah, here's the pot put a face on it the end nothing creative about it because at least in the cartoon the, the nozzle was her nose and there was a mouth underneath it. It didn't look like that was the case in the movie. Ship was just the, in the design, his eyes and mouth were. I thought that was like... like and I think they just all look dead. Yeah. It's just, like, they, all the characters look dead inside. Yeah, there's like, no character to them. Like, they are living people that are stuck in inanimate object form. So I'm not... I'm, I'm inanimate I'm, object form, I guess. But, <laughs> but they're stuck in this form. Doesn't mean they don't have a soul. Yeah. Give them some life. And I think... Uh, 
I mean, I'm still going to go see this movie. I'm excited for it. I will, too. Because uh, Beating the Beast is one of my absolute favorite Disney It's probably movies. my favorite Disney movie. And, uh, yeah, okay. I'll go, I could probably go. No, Sleeping Beauty is still my favorite, actually. Okay, that's fair. I like Sleeping Beauty. Um, so what movie I don't like. What's that? Snow White. I hate that movie. Dude. Fuck that movie. That movie is dumb. And fuck that bitch. Yeah. She's a dumb, sleepy bitch. Her her voice can fucking break oh everything. Like, honestly, I can't stand her vibrato when she sings. No. It drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. The whole... <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Jungle Book is one of those, one of those cartoons I fucking hate. Yeah. Hated the See, cartoon. I didn't, I didn't hate the cartoon, but as I got older, I didn't like it as much. Um, and then, and then uh, the, 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 the elephant one. Dumbo. Yeah, Ugh. I didn't like that one either. And that one's not so much like visually, it's an interesting. I'll film. tell you what, though. Growing up, I always got Dumbo confused with Jungle Book. Because of that one scene where there's elephants <laughs> and like walking in line. For some reason, my brain was just like, they're the same movie. <laughs> Which it might have been. They were very. Disney used to be very guilty of using yeah. the same. Did you see the video? Of the. Of the. the using the same scenes with different, different character, character models. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, I'm like. At the same time, it's lazy. Yeah, but it's cool that they they did that. That they were able to do it. Even but it, back it then. works. I mean, I don't blame them. It eh. saves money, but it's just lazy. But like, even like, it's like the same shot too. It's just one hundred percent same camera shots and everything. Like Aristocats and Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Beauty and the Beast and Sleeping Beauty. Yep. I was like, seriously? Like you couldn't just you guys are lazy? Couldn't just re and like that was in like nineteen ninety four and Beauty and the Beast. Like you couldn't just Change draw it? something new. Something different, but the movie itself looks. I think it looks like it'll be all right, but it just it looks like it'll I'm be just, just all right. Worried about it. Yeah, I will still see it. I will still see it. I just hope it does well. I hope I'm, it is better than. The I know. I know. Emma Watson will be fine. Yes. Um, the Beast looks good to me. Yeah, like, I think he looks fine. I think it'll be all right. It's like I said. It really is just the staff. Yeah, it's the one thing that worries and, me. And and I know she's not a big part of the movie, but I do want them to focus on the witch somewhat. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they haven't talked about it at all. Uh, I don't even know if she's in the fucking movie. Hopefully. She has to be. Yeah, unless they do something stupid with it. Curious who they're going to have play the witch. Uh, Rita Repulsa. It's just going to be a crossover. (laughs) Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Um, Ashton Kutcher. Um, (laughs) Ashton Kutcher. Uh, There's also uh, Ghost in the Shell. Okay. I'm now... Fair, fair, uh, fair is fair. I uh, am not at all familiar with the source material. So watching this trailer, just I watched it with open mind, no idea what it was. But John I, here is a somewhat fan of the yes. Ghost in the Shell. I, I I have a couple of different collections. One thanks to Nick because he just bought it for me, uh, and I've seen a couple of the movies. Uh, I will say for one, Ghost in the Shell is fucking hard to follow. I have seen movies that come out or show episodes that come out and I'll watch them and at the end of that episode or end of the movie like two hour movie hour and a half movie at the end of it I'm going okay so what the fuck happened? <laughs> like it's hard to follow sometimes so like I have to watch it a couple times. With that in mind the trailer looks good. It's just strange. I think it's just because I've seen it so for so long on animation it's so weird to see a live action. And Scarlett Johansson wouldn't have been your first choice. My first choice. Though she looks the part really well. Her voice just doesn't match for me. But she does a good job as Major. Um, 
saying that, of course, I can't really think of anyone else to take your place. Right. But but I, I'm sure we could. I could probably come up with them eventually. Uh, I'm real bad at picking people uh, actors out. Like I need a list of like actors. Actors. Yeah. There's sometimes I have an issue with. Uh, I have trouble doing that. Yeah. I have usually um, like a set uh, actor list that I usually pull from. But. Yeah. But I, I think there's a lot of actresses that could probably pull off that character a little bit better than her. That being said, she's got the experience as a action yep. uh, person. So, actor. So, she's got that on her resume for me. So, just seeing her as as um, Black Widow. She's got that you, you part down. You can get behind it. I can get behind yeah. She And she's good. It's just, it's just odd for me. It seems surreal. When I first heard about it, I was like, eh, live action version? Okay, fine, whatever, we'll see. Um, as long as it's not the Pukowskis, I really don't care. Because <laughs> that's right up their alley. It is, unfortunately. yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I'm interested to see what they do with it. Uh, as an outsider. As an outsider, uh, I thought the movie looked visually interesting. Yeah. Uh, story seemed simple enough. Not simple, but it seemed... I mean, they've, they've got the synopsis down. Yeah. Because there's so much more to that storyline. Which, I mean, they're going to they have... they can only do so much in a movie. They're going to have to dumb it down. But... Um, which I'm okay with. Yeah. But uh, inter- visually interesting, at least. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is always entertaining. So I'm okay with that. Um, trying to think. Uh, I mean, that's really... I mean, you didn't really see a whole lot of what was yeah. going on. But visually, it looks cool. I will say that the villain quote-unquote, uh, villain of the story arc um, <clears throat> they show in the trailer. Did not show much with him. Is that the guy talking to her and yeah. whenever... Okay. Did you see him walk? You see Who is the that? back of him. What's his name? I don't remember. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've seen that character. But uh, um, but I have to look it up. I can't remember. I'll probably see that. He, he's... They got that. Whoever's doing the acting, the voice acting sounds good. Uh, the character mind is perfect. Because that's what he thinks. Like he's got that down. Whoever it is has got that mindset down. Because it's their line to you, which isn't off. Uh, um, but like it's it's there's a good mix of what's going on in the trailer, but not enough to give you an educated guess on what's happening. Right. Which is good. Uh, they keep you wondering and guessing who this person is and what's going on and all that stuff. But but as always, there's plot twists everywhere. Um, especially especially with that show. Um, but yeah, so far in the trailer, it looks like they're doing a good job. So I'm excited to see what else they release. Hopefully, and I'm full on board with them releasing way too many trailers. They need to dumb that down a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't think there should ever be more than two to three trailers for a movie. I've seen some no. like six, and I'm like, why? Why? There's, You're just, you might as well just show the whole movie. Exactly. In trailer form. But I also uh, hate the teasers, like the the bits of trailer before they release the trailer. Like, stop yeah. that. Uh, I, I, get, I know they're doing this marketing, but it still it seems useless. Yeah, it's just you're just getting people hyped up for something that's for a trailer coming out later. But it's like just release a trailer. You get people excited I mean, whenever they release have like a press release. Or I can't just, tell you how excited I get when I go on YouTube or go on somewhere and see an ad, and it's just a trailer for a movie that I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm like fucking trailer, hell yeah, like, like a surprise. I go see a movie in theaters and I see a trailer I've never seen before. Oh my god. But nowadays, you know. now now you just see a black screen that says Black Panther, and you're like, "Oh, they're releasing a trailer next week." Okay, cool. And then you watch the trailer, but and you're excited, but, but it's you're not, not the like same. surprised. Like, I miss that feeling. Speaking of which, we went to me and Michelle went to go watch um, um, Shut In, but they were playing 
the trailers beforehand, they played uh, Rogue One. Yeah. And like I was that new trailer for Rogue One's really good. And I was like, I was like on the edge of my seat and just. I was confused the first time I saw it because the girl standing in the field with her dad. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, I know. I was like, and it cut to her sitting. And I was like, oh, okay. But I was sitting there the entire time, like I was just you know biting my nail and just watching and just you know wide eyed and excited as shit to see this movie and. And it's Michelle. She after the trailer play, she looked. And she's like, "I see. I wish I had a movie. I was that excited over." Because she just she watched me as I watched the trailer, and I was. She's like, "I wish I was that excited over anything." I was like, "I." And she's like, uh, "He's like, but you're gonna wait till DVD to watch the movie." I was like, "Fuck you, no, I'm not." I said that movie is midnight showing I've ever seen. One. Oh yeah. Uh, but we watched that, and then directly after it, Fifty Shades Darker. Oh jeez. And I was like, and I told Michelle at the end, I was like, "That looks stupid." And she laughed, and I said, how dare they show that after fucking Rogue One? Yeah. That is ridiculous. I was so upset over it. I'm not. I don't... I don't get it. Yeah, but... We're not women, though, so... I guess. I is guess. that really it, though? Is it... Because That's women. the thing, too, is, like... <laughs> you you can yell about the, the whole, like, misogyny thing all you want, but it's like, then they make a movie like that. It's like... And no fucking woman complains about it. Exactly. Not that I've heard, at least. I'm sure there's there's women out there that are like, that is awful. Yeah. But... Romance novels sell, I guess, so that works. <laughs> and there are people talking about, you know, they were... You know, how it uh, advances, like, rape culture in this world. Like, oh, not yeah. really. I said, I'm not defending the show or the, or the movie or the book, because God knows they both, you know, sound and look terrible. Yeah. Um... But it's not. There's a difference between being raped and then there's also, you know, the consent that she gives. It's never... The BDSM thing is not for everyone. Not for everybody, but it but, is consensual. I understand there's those feelings for certain things like that. I mean, you get those different The control or... Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah, it, but people comparing that to one another, I'm like, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's not... No one's doing it without permission. Otherwise, then yes, it is. That's not the same thing. We'll tell you uh, uh, the other trailer that dropped uh, Kong Sky, uh, Skull Island, the second trailer. Yeah, I think one looked better than the first Dude, trailer. It looks so good. It looks awesome. I love the whole like with him, his face in the fire. Yes, oh, it looks so good. God. John C. Riley was in it, which I did not know he was. Yeah, and he looks funny. I mean, I'm sure he'll just be the comic relief. But he looks be. good. He looks yeah. Um, but I'll tell you that the trailer made me. I was really, really excited. I can't wait for Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so epic. Uh, they better not fucking back down off of it now. Yeah, they won't. Because They uh, can't. One, I don't care what anybody says. I love Godzilla. I love the new one. It was fun. I could pick it apart all day long. Yeah, I mean... Doesn't you, mean I don't like it. <laughs> you can do that with pretty much any movie. Especially monster movies. Yeah. Because, like... And then looking back at it, it's like, ugh, it's so easy to pick apart. Yeah. It really is. Like, it's easy. It's probably the easiest movie I've ever seen to pick apart for, yeah. for issues. However, it's fun. Yeah, I can ignore the biggest problem I had with the movie was they advertised uh, Brian Cranston as <laughs> like he was the star of the movie. He's in the movie like 15 minutes. <laughs> they kill him. And they kill him off. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? I had a lot of issues with the military stuff in it. Of course, I know a lot of the military stuff in it, too. But... Like what? Uh, the fact that... I mean, it is a situational, because, like, we've never had that happen. We don't have anything, any kind of press about What makes me laugh so hard is this guy, who's just army. Like, he's nothing special, crazy, talks to the Air Force guys, and they're like, I need to get on that ship. All right, come with me. Like, nope, no, doesn't show credentials, doesn't show anything. He's just on and going. Yeah. Like, given there is an attack going. So it's kind so of like maybe, a... So maybe, 
But and even then, if there is a protocol. And then he gets on this ship, on, on this plane, and does a fucking halo jump. First try, no problem. Yeah. Like, that is bullshit. <laughs> he should have tandem with somebody. Even that's fucking risky. But it's like, he just, he halo jumped, no problem first time. Like, ah, I call shenanigans. <laughs> bullshit. Um, I didn't like that they had, they, they traveled the the nuke or whatever, the radioactive, yeah, the nuke. They traveled it by train. Yeah. It's like, do you think helicopters would have been a faster idea? And then they couldn't have jumped to get it? <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, Train's coming. We know you're here. We sense it. Like, we'll just wait. I guess maybe they were thinking because the Muda monster flew. I guess, but I think you'd have a better chance of baiting it than on a train. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really. It's not like you can, you know, and my swerve. Thing is, my thing is, is they're, they're leading him out to the ocean, right? Yeah. They're in the fucking desert. Pull it out to the middle of nowhere in the desert. And you're good. And just do it and then quarantine that area until the radioactive's gone. I'd rather do it that way. <laughs> Because otherwise you risk hurting the water supply. Well, it's not water supply, but, but the, the ocean. The, the ocean, the plant life, or the yeah. ocean life. But it's like, put it out in the middle of the fucking desert, blow their asses up, quarantine that area off, and then and then you're done. Call it a movie. Yeah. But, of course, you won't have a movie that way. Yeah. But those those are the things that I was, like, picking apart. And I was like, eh. I did, But there are so many moments in that movie that were just so fucking so badass, bad. cool parts. Like... Uh, even the part whenever the dude just comes out, and you saw it all over the trailers, and every single trailer is like, "Let them fight." And I was like, "Yeah, let them fucking fight!" Yeah. I love. Uh, I'm sure you were like this too, but the entire movie when they were fighting, I was just there like, when, "When's he gonna use the atomic breath?" Oh, I know. Just do it. Just do just it. And it. You like, have it. Just, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah." I was. I remember. I was watching. Even so, when it was like a late night, we went to the movies to watch it, and. Uh, I said the thing. I was like, "Is he gonna use? It? They're just not gonna do it." Yeah, and then he's, he's sitting there and he's just like getting ready to attack. Uh, you know, kick ass. And uh, then all of a sudden, you just hear doo, doo, and you see his like fucking spikes start to. I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh here it comes, baby!" Yeah. He just grabs a hold, forces his mouth open, and just breathes the fucking breath down his throat and rips his head off. And you just might as well have been out of the fucking CSI Miami thing. Like, yeah! <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so fucking dope, dude. It was, it was so, so good. good. It's like the Nostalgia Creek does the, when he does the um, uh, Jurassic Park reviews. And he's, he's like, motherfucking T-Rex! It's exactly <laughs> like, it's just, I was like, oh, yes, motherfucking Godzilla. Ah, oh, it's so awesome. That movie is so cool. It's so much fun. Um, it's, it, only, other, only other thing I could take out of it as far as Godzilla movies go his feet were weird yeah they were peculiar weren't they're they were strange they're tiny tiny one thing that people is. really picked on that I thought was really weird that they picked on was he looks fat I'm like huh he's Godzilla he's Godzilla but he's not muscular I didn't understand he's a big I was, lizard I was like what, you, <laughs> what, what I was so confused by it I was like why is that who what why <laughs> I didn't what no put him on a scale he treat him on a scale. I don't want to see his Listen, face. guys, you don't have to conform to what the media says you have to look like. Yeah. You Eat can all be the as fat or want. thin as you want to be. Eat all the pie you want. Now, this, the Kong Island, it looks, or Kong Skull Island, it looks looks incredible. Um, and hopefully setting up for another incredible movie. Yeah. The effects look really awesome. They did. They look really and good. God, or King Kong himself looked 
awesome. He looks really good. He lo- he looks a lot like the old uh, either the eighties one or the, like the nineteen what forty three. Yeah, he looks a lot like the, the original, the original version, or even like I said, like the eighties uh, ones, like eighty three or whatever it was. Um, yeah, it looks a lot like that. And I thought that was cool. Uh, I'm glad he's not just like a tall or yeah ape. Like, yeah, that was stupid. Uh, it was dumb. <laughs> I was like, okay, but that he's not supposed to be just a gigantic gorilla. He's no. Kong. He's not a species we've seen. Yeah, he's special. I thought those. He's a monster. It was a weird thing that Peter Jackson did there. It was strange. He was an odd dude. He, he was. I I understand why they picked him for the movie. Yeah, it makes sense. But it just it wasn't good, dude. Even me and Zach, whenever we were doing our uh, fearless reflections stuff. Uh, we did an episode. We we used to do periodically like top threes. One of the top threes we did was uh, favorite remakes. His, I think he said his number one or his number two was King Kong. I was like, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. What's wrong with you? Uh, this was back in the day, though. Whenever we you know, we didn't we just let each other talk and didn't interrupt each other or have fun with it. We just kind of babbled. Pretty much this, yeah. But on you get to see us do it. You get to see us be awkward and battle and so um, listen to it. But it was, uh, yeah. He's like King Kong. Like what? No. That, that's like the, one of the worst remakes. Best remake, Titanic. <laughs> I love reliving that. Okay, over and over. And over technically, again. though, best remake would probably have to go to Scarface. Oh yeah, because technically, it's a, it is it's a, a it's, remake. It's a remake. Of a really shitty uh, <laughs> Prohibition era uh, show yeah. or uh, movie, so technically it is the best remake because I can't think of a remake that outdid. Where the its first original. movie was not that great, and the second movie is way better. Yeah, like, incredible, legendary movie. Yeah. The only other one I could possibly think of that might be better. That, well, I think is better. Um, the Fly. Yeah. I think uh, Cronenberg's version of it, scary, creepy, mm-hmm. graphic almost. I love it. Um, oh, The Thing. Again, it's also technically a remake. Technically. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, a prequel, right? No, no, no. Oh, no, the no, original no. thing? The, yeah, because yeah, yeah, The yeah, Thing yeah. is based off the it. thing from out, or The Thing, I can't yeah. remember what it's called. I know what you're talking about. But it's, you know, an old black and white sci fi movie. Yeah, there, I, I mean, there's a bunch of remakes there's some good remakes but I would have to say honestly Scarface if you're going technical it would probably be the best remake because the original one was so bad and this one was so good it's still to this day it lasts it's one of the best films ever made yeah I mean I would say um Omega Man sorry Omega Man is probably one of the uh better remakes Omega Man yeah well they remade it again what is it I Am Legend Oh, that yeah, but is it really? Because I think Omega Man's better than the original. Wait, Ome- wait, when was Omega Man made? Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. Charlton Heston's in it. That gives you. Oh, line. I thought you were talking about I Am Legend. Is is the newest remake? Yes, I do not agree. I don't, it's it's good. Oh, so there's two remakes. Is what yeah. you're saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, I Am Legend was good. Honestly, it was good. That's what I thought you were talking about. It was, was like, fun. It was, was a good like, movie. But it's not Omega like, Man, I think, is a better movie. Um, not necessarily the acting is better, because I think Will Smith probably portrays character in more. I also don't like Charlton Heston very much. Yeah, he, he's okay. Uh, I mean, I like the original movie. I've seen all three of them. <laughs> uh, the original movie had Vincent Price in it. 
Yeah. Um, it was good. I really liked it. But I just think, I think, honestly, the reason that I think the sequel was better or the remake was better is because of the technology at the time. Yeah. And so Charlton Heston had the technology to do stuff. We have the technology. And then now, with I Am Legend, it's all CG. <laughs> so you can do whatever you want. What's uh, going to be the next remake we see, you think, of a classic some classic or somewhat classic film. King Kong. No, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> not one we already know is being made and um <laughs> Godfather. <laughs> oh no, I was so pissed. You will I will be so pissed. So many fans will be just Oh Joe man. will cry. Um next remake. Let's see. Um What do you think is ripe for a remake? I don't know. I don't like remakes in general because it takes away from the originals. But the movies that were underwhelming that could be made better. It's, well, that's not that old. I don't want to do that one. I was going to say Jumper, but yeah. it's, not, it's not old enough, I don't think. I mean, Spider-Man has been rebooted. That's true. I would like to see a better version of Jumper because... The version of the game, this wasn't... It just the book is so good, and the movie made it seem shitty. Um, they didn't explain his abilities at all, how they work. Because in the book, and I think I've talked to you about it before. But in the book, like he records himself jumping, and he says like the way the best way I can explain it from watching the video is pretty much like he cuts open a hole, like a portal, and walks through it. And shuts it behind him. Like, it's the best way he can explain it. Like, it's what it looks like. And then when he comes back, he just... A portal opens, he walks through it, and it shuts. So, like, like almost like he's jumping. Like, like, he's going through these portals. Uh, but he recorded himself doing it. And it kind of, they kind of explain and, and deliberate, like, what his powers are. Um, and the movie's just... Not it. Not done do it too well. No. I mean, it's still, it, was, it was fun. It just wasn't a good movie. It wasn't a good adaptation. Um, I still want to see. I still want to see the the sequel to Iron Number Four. Yeah, because I liked it. Never gonna happen though. I know. Did shitty. I liked it though. I I, I read was, the books too. But it was fine. I thought it was an interesting story, an interesting movie, and I thought they did it well. Uh, I think it'd been cool to see those characters develop because there's nine of them. All right, I think nine or ten. I think it's nine, uh, but they killed off before four, I and mean, they killed off three. So I mean, there's already some dead. Don't have a whole lot anymore because there's five books out right now. All right. Um, yeah, four, uh, four, six, seven, and nine. I think they just released another one. I can't remember which one that is. Um, I don't know because most movies I can look at and think of like. What would be good for a remake or movies that I really love and don't want to see remade? One being Back to the Future. Yeah. Seems to me like it's about ripe for one. Again, not saying I want one. Yeah. But saying yeah. saying it's about time for it because one, we just passed the date from about a year ago, I guess. About from Back to the Future Two. Yeah. Uh this year, one year later. The Cubs won the World Series, which was also predicted and 
Back, uh, back yeah. to the Future 2. So it seems to me like it's only a matter of time before and it is Biff is president. And Biff is president, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Um, I was, I'll tell you what, man. I hate when they make a sequel or a, or a remake and it's not needed. So, so like, on that topic, Ben-Hur. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Oh, my God, yes. It's, I, I feel so bad that Morgan Freeman's in it. I watched the trailer. I was like, who's going to go see this garbage? And apparently nobody. Nope. Uh, Ben-Hur is one of my favorite classic films. Really? Absolutely. It's slow, but I love it. Uh, but it's... <clears throat> I don't understand how they thought they could remake it. It's it's perfect, as perfect as you can get. Right, yeah. For for that kind of a movie, like all you're gonna do is add CG to it. It's gonna take away from the original. Yeah. Like if, if anyone knows the history of them making that movie, it was dangerous. They really did a lot of those stunts. Yep. Uh, I think Kyle, I think they said like one or two people died on set. I've been talking to Joey about it. We were talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I forget what happened, but somebody died on set. I think. Um, it was probably just a uh, tech member. Right. Um, just a tech member. <laughs> he, you're he not important. He didn't matter. No. He's not a real person. No, I just feel bad. Like, same with Jackie Chan. He had, a, he had a tech guy die on his one of his movies. Well, I mean, he didn't direct it, but one of his acting movies. And, I mean, it sucks. Someone dies on set. Not supposed to happen. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of movies that uh, you, they remade that there was really no need to remake. Yeah. Ben Hur being... You know, absolutely on the top of that list. Godfather um, would be on top of that list if they ever touch that. If they ever touch that, yeah. I will Godfather. Not that movie. Uh, Scarface is one they've always talked about remaking. There's no need. No need. It still stands up to this day. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> one movie I would have to argue and say there was no need to remake it was Halloween. Yeah. There wasn't. Um, not it, I thought awful. Rob Zombie did fine on the first one. He did a fine job with the movie. And it put his own spin on it, uh, maybe focus. Because the whole point of the reason they remade it was that um, uh, they thought it had become too convoluted and too confusing because the stories that you know they introduced that he was you know born into this curse of Thorn and uh, this cult had taken him and marked him and created him as a monster and that's yeah. what happened. And yeah, I mean, I was like, okay, there, all none of that was necessary. Yeah. We had already said that he was just a crazy dude who killed people. Yeah, and um, you know, they tried you to say good. So they tried to justify why he tried to kill his sister, and just there's no need for it. Yeah, he's uh, crazy. But then Rob Zombie comes in and does Halloween and Halloween Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Halloween. It, he focused a lot, dove into Michael's psyche, which was cool but unnecessary unnecessary again it was like okay you remade it because you're making it too confusing and taking away from what was the core what was the point of the, the original movie you're doing the same thing with the remake uh, except for you're kicking off a new series with that and they did h2 which just shit all over it and threw it down the toilet it was um a bit a, unnecessary definitely yeah. unnecessary i, I think honestly and you can disagree with me, but like the Friday the Thirteenth remake, they did. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Not necessary. Nope. But they did a good job with Not it. Not even a little bit. Wasn't even um, necessary. Even a little bit. But they did what they did to me in that movie that I saw thought was interesting and added to the character. Exactly. Was how he killed people. He didn't just kill people with a machete. He killed people with things you would 
kill people with or learn to use at yeah. a camp. A tomahawk, bow and arrow, it, it, uh, very creative deaths. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, that's cool. I like that, but there's no need for this movie. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't it, unnecessary. It was, he unnecessary. was a big, imposing Jason, though. Yeah. I thought that was cool. But yeah, there were, it was, it's like the Friday, the, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street. No need for it. In fact, there was way less need for it than yeah. Friday the 13th because that movie was... Ugh. Jackie or Haley was a, a pretty choice pick there for uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. I thought that one was good, too. It's just... It's fine. They, they did, The one thing they did that was cool in that was Micronaps. Yeah. And micronaps I, is really cool. Oh, was I, say, I say it was really good, but, I mean, it was... It was fine. It was, it was an interesting movie. It was a serviceable movie. Yeah, and I I liked what they did with it. It was it was, I was saw it in theaters with, uh, Nick and Joey, because that's the one where we had all, all of the stereotypical black people in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> don't go in there. <laughs> Wait, did we? You, did me you went go? there. Castleton. No. We saw it up in Castleton. That's Joseph was went with me. Okay, I didn't see it with you guys in. That was weird. We had the stereotypical thing too. It was, yeah. it was. We saw it up in Castleton. Friday the Thirteenth. So we went to go see. Okay. Yeah, we and saw. We saw Nightmare on Elm Street. We went there and it was with Joseph, but they had it because the theater was packed for whatever reason. Yeah. And it was packed, and I remember I sat next to this uh, this black dude, and again, I'm not being racist. This is the stereotype of, you know, you always see it portrayed as they always yell at the screen. They talk to him. Why are they going in there? And don't go in there. You gotta die. I promise you, the dude was like, "Why is she going? Don't go in there." He was like, "Why is she going in?" I was like, "I don't know." Let's find out together. <laughs> Let's do this journey and through uh, film, through film. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of movies that don't need to be remade. Yeah, but they're going to get remade. Unfortunately, uh, one thing in Nightmare on Elm Street, I think they fucking failed at, and uh, was they had put the doubt in, put the seed of doubt in your mind. That maybe Freddy Krueger wasn't the pedo that the parents thought he was. Maybe it took one kid, uh, you know, complaining about him, saying that he did something whenever he got in trouble, or you know, uh, basically falsely accusing him of something. And uh, and then the parents were like he is a fucking child molester. Even the cops let him go, and they're like, well, there's no evidence to support it, and you know, we gotta let him go. So the parents go and kill him. They could have made the whole movie about revenge. Which is, yeah, I guess technically what it is. But what they could have done was him haunting the dreams of the kids to take revenge on the parents. Yeah. And then it gets to the point at the, you know, uh, Nancy finds out, well, shit, he wasn't. Because they even planned it. They're like, oh, maybe he was the, you know, the kitty diddler that we all thought he was. And they could have ran with that, at least for longer. It was almost like 10 minutes and it was back to, oh, yeah, he is a, you know, yeah. pedo. But, uh, could have run over the entire time, but he didn't actually do any of it. And my, I've, I've wrote this out before on Omnibus Journal, which was I, I, the way that we should end it. It got to that point where it's him and Nancy, and she's going, she pleads with him. And she's like, you know, uh, you know, she finds out the reason that he, he's not actually Katie Diddler, and he somehow kills her mother, the last parent that accused him. And so... At the end of it, he's got her back into the corner. He's getting ready to kill her, and she pleads with him, begs him to stop. And she, you know, says, "You don't have to do this. You, you've gotten your revenge. I know you're not guilty. I know you didn't do this, and I know you were murdered, you know, for no reason." And he, you know, he stops for a second, and then puts his claw down, turns around to walk away. And as he's doing this, as she's talking to him, the entire time the sky is clearing up. It's becoming daylight, and you know, there's kids playing birds chirping and stuff like this. And 
as he turns to walk away, she kind of relieves and like she's going to try to wake herself up. And then all of a sudden, the kids doing jump rope slow down. And that's where that comes into play. The, the kids jumping rope slow down. And she sees the clouds are starting to gather. And he turns around and says, it's just too much fun. And he kills her. And that's how the movie ends. So then you create a brand new monster based off of revenge. He's so angry. He was created out of revenge and hate yeah. and being wrongfully accused by ignorant people. And they created this monster because he went after revenge and realized how much fun, how easy it was to kill all these people. So now that's what he's going to do because it was just fun for him. And that's how you create a completely different kind of monster. Yeah. So and I thought that would have been really interesting if they would have done it that way. And they didn't. They did. They fucking pussed out. Yeah. But... In any case, they're going to eventually remake that, too, again, and maybe it'll be better, maybe it won't, but... We'll see. Um, what, there's one other trailer I wanted to talk about, too. Oh, is that? Um, oh, God. Makes me sad. Uh, feels bad. Uh, <laughs> the live-action Full Metal Alchemist trailer that dropped... What? Last week. Uh, I didn't see that. Blech. Oh, well, I didn't even know. Is it is it Japanese? Yes. Okay. So even then, I mentioned wouldn't have heard about. It. I was on Facebook. I watched it. I was like, I was tagged in it on Facebook. Comicbookmovie.com is uh, usually covers like they did the Attack on Titan mm-hmm. movie, and I haven't seen anything about that. So so we I've talked about it a little bit before. I think my issue with it is is the main character is Japanese. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be European, uh, German, technically if I had to choose. Um, they put a blonde wig on him. That looks like Ed's hair. Okay. Uh, in the whole trailer, the most you see of his face is a profile shot. Really? Yeah. You don't ever see front face looking at the camera. You don't see Al at all. Uh, you see him holding the uh, a staff that he probably picked up, made or whatever. Um, it, it, sh- it shouldn't bother me, but it does. They're speaking Japanese. I get it. It's a Japanese movie. Japanese actors. They're supposed to be European. Yeah. <laughs> they should be speaking English. Because what are they going to do when they introduce the Chinese character? Because <laughs> that's what bothers me, is that there's there's a whole region for China. Yeah. And Ming? Ling. Ling. When Ling comes to meet Ed now, he's Chinese. <laughs> they're all Chinese. And they're all Japanese. They're not going to look that much different. Yeah. <laughs> when Ed now are European. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to pull that off. If they're going to pull that off and chances are they will never make a sequel. Anyways, I don't understand why they couldn't just been like, they're European. America's got better CG than us. We should collaborate with them and make a movie together. Probably with like, you know, it sounds like a WB project to me. Yeah. Um, Cause I think there's a couple kids, not kids, but younger actors that could pull those characters off really well because Ed is snarky, funny, but completely serious. Sure, we can find an actor that fits that role. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I think um, Logan Lerman could have pulled that off. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a bunch of kids that are that that because he has to be short because that's a big joke, right? But like a shorter actor, younger that because I mean he's supposed to be the prodigy. He's like 17 in the show. Oh yeah, uh, and he's the best um i wanna be the very best yeah so i think no one ever was 
do 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 do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a lot of better. Like they would have like messed with it. Like someone, some company here, and made the movie better. Because as much as I love Jap- the Japanese movies and stuff, they're behind us when it comes to CG and such. Yeah. So you should watch the trailer. It's it's. Oh, it's because I, I know enough of the. It. I know enough of the story to know about it, and um, but uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll give that a watch online. See if it's you know. It just. It was disappointing. Let me know what you think. I, I think I'm scared for it, but I want to see it because it's my favorite anime as of now. We'll see if it changes. Uh, John, I think uh, Stephen Mel got attacked by a fan. He did get a, he did get attacked by a fan. <laughs> Just finish that off real quick. Yeah, well, yeah, he he got attacked by a fan who headbutted him, met him on the or saw him on the street, headbutted him, and said, "I want to fight the Green Arrow." And to Stephen Mel's credit, handled it much better than any other normal person would have. Yeah, he was like, "No, thank you," and then just walks away. Jesus. He posted a picture of himself. He has kind of got a black eye. Yeah, and his nose looks a little swollen. I'm like Jesus Christ, they kind of fucked him up. Oh, unexpected headbutt. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, Those it's, are heavy bones. He right again, here. again, he handled it way better than I would have. Yeah, but uh, uh, I don't know anybody crazy enough to just walk up to somebody headbutt him and say they want to fight the Green Arrow. He, I don't really want to fuck he, with. He could have. I mean, yeah, Stephen Mel. He could have. He could have pressed charges if he would have. Yeah, but he didn't. He just so was I, like. He just, he was like, all right, no, I'm good. Fans are gonna be stupid. Deuces. Yeah. Yeah. Poor um, guy. He's such a nice person. He dude. is a nice person. How are you gonna do that to such a nice person? How are you gonna do that to Oliver? Um, Ollie. Ollie. Poor Ollie. God. Um. Well, John, I think before we cut out here, yeah, gotta ask you the question I always ask you. What, what's that question, Jake? What have you been watching? DC. Yeah. Uh, so I worked at the comic book store Monday, and literally my entire shift was watching a CW app on my phone, which killed my battery and used up a lot of data. But I did it, uh, and I am now. You just gotta watch the Flash. Just gonna now. watch Flash, and then tomorrow watch Legends tomorrow. And I'm caught up. Yay me! <laughs> that really all you've been watching though? Pretty much. It's all I have bad time for. Yeah, I feel it. And there's a lot of shows I want to, like, I want to watch Westworld still. I know. I just haven't got a chance to, but, uh, <clears throat> uh, and then, um, the, uh, Into the Badlands season two starts up in January. Yeah. So exciting. I've been watching a lot of Walking Dead, obviously. Yeah. CW shows, but I did go to the theaters, as I said earlier, to watch Shut In. Yeah. How was that? Terribly boring. Was it? Really, really boring. Like, really, really boring. I fell asleep boring. Jeez. And it was like... That sounds boring. It was boring. <laughs> One, they Oliver Platt's in it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah. And spoiler alert, he dies. Yeah. It's like um, casting Sean Bean in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Um, it was weird because, like... One of the wor- the ending of the whole movie, like the final sequence, the climax of it was fine. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it kind of did keep you, you know, uh, engaged a little bit more uh, than the whole rest of the movie leading up to it did. Um, but one of the things I thought was weird, they kept setting up these shots. Like you'll see a lot in horror movies where, like, you know, you see a character, he walks towards the camera, and they, you know, they bend down to pick something up and there's something standing behind them and they stand up and walk away and there's nothing there. Yeah. They set those shots up 
like at least six times in the movie. And didn't use it. Nothing. Jesus. I was like, seriously? Like, I get maybe, yeah, maybe it's like, oh, they're just setting up the anticipation, but it's like, it's you a, gotta use it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a really good blowjob that ends in a hand job. That's gonna be my good. That's my go-to phrase. Yeah. Um, but that's exactly. It was, it was like, oh, here comes your. Oh, oh nothing. Okay. But it was, it was an ending you could call like a mile away. It was nothing exciting or new. Nothing interesting. That's it was a shame. just. I was like, God, this is stupid. That's a shame. Um. Other than that, yeah, DC shows. That's about all I've been doing. I mean, yeah. I need to catch up on Chance. On yeah. uh, Hulu. How's House doing? He's doing good. Shows, shows actually really good. I've watched it. He just changed his name, right? Yeah, that's all I did. Same character. His name's Chance. He's Honestly, I really feel like from the end of House, like he just changed his name and worked somewhere else. He actually, and I was worried about that when I was watching the movie. I was like, I wonder if I'm going to be able to differentiate. Uh, yeah, it's easy to do. He's a completely different character. Oh, cool. Different um, personality and everything. Different way, different personality. Cool. I haven't watched it. But uh, other than that, yeah, not really a whole lot. It's, there's so many new shows, but all I have time to do is watch... DC and Walking Dead. That's about it. <laughs> Me too. I haven't watched Gotham. I haven't even caught up on Elementary yet. Or I haven't caught up on... I'm way behind on Gotham. Yeah, me too. Joe's, Joe's been watching it. He likes it. Uh, but, yeah, it's... That's about it. That's all I've been really doing. So... Yeah. Let's uh, go ahead and end this show as we let's always end the show. John, why don't you recommend something for these fine folks? I do. And I think... Because we're, we're hitting mid-November... If you work retail like I do, or if you go to a lot of stores, which most people do, it's you. You'll start hearing Christmas music, and you'll start hearing Christmas things, and seeing Christmas things. And my buddy's got all those Christmas lights already set up and shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Christmas. You know what's really weird? Yeah. I just now I now realize this is working in retail for ten years. I almost corrected you. Just now. Why? What did I say? You said Christmas. Oh, sorry. Holiday. I see. It's it's like I've been hardwired for it. I've never. I've always said Christmas because I. I, I well, I learned because I got in trouble. I got yelled at by a customer once at Walmart. Because I said Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. So I said from that point on, I said Happy holidays, and I again. I understand. I, all I'm trying to do is include everybody. I don't want to offend anybody, but there's know. also I've had just as many people really get pissy at me because I say Happy holidays yeah. and don't say Merry Christmas. But those people. Or religious. Uh, uh, I'm like, yeah, don't start anything. Come anyways. On. I'm just trying to be Happy nice. holidays. So, happy holidays. Uh, I celebrate Christmas, as most of us do. Not all of us, which is fine. You celebrate your fake holidays. <laughs> 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 I'm just, uh, dude, I'm just kidding. Uh, except for Hanukkah. Fucking eight days, really. Get over yourself. And <laughs> um, you get a drill. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a top. It's a fucking thing. I do have a quarters. Fling. Ooh. Um, anyways, yeah, Hanukkah too. It's fine. Uh, but Christmas time, which means Christmas music. So I'm going to recommend Christmas music. Just in general, Christmas music. The end. The end. Yeah, that's, uh, that's um, what he recommends. New CD just came out. Chances are, most of you already have it. Uh, Pentatonics has released a new Christmas album, and it is awesome. I haven't heard all of it. But I did hear the one song that I think everybody else has heard. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you it's right now, single. and it's, uh, it was one breathtaking. It legitimately gave me chills when I heard it. And it's just, it's just really, really well done. Those guys are awesome. They're incredible. I've watched, I've seen them live. Have you? Yeah. I hate you. When I went to go see uh, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, that's right. You bitch. <laughs> Why don't you invite me? 
A lot of girly things I said there just in a, in a row, didn't it? <laughs> I saw the Pent- Pentatonics live whenever I went to go see Kelly Clarkson. Um, Dude, I love Pentatonics. They're, they're such... But they got to go up on stage with uh, Kelly Clarkson and saying, since you've been gone, oh, I think, cool. with her. And it was awesome. But it was... Yeah, they're pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah, if you like Pentatonics, by the way, on Netflix, they have their documentary. Oh, really? It's fucking awesome. I'll have to watch that. Uh, it's really cool just seeing what they do day-to-day basis, how they got together, what happened, because it's the whole story there. And um, I guess the girl in it, uh, Christy. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, she is, she is awesome. She's, she's very pretty. Uh, but she was having some issues with like her voice. So she had to like constantly go see a, a doctor. <laughs> this is like three times in the in the documentary. She went to go see a doctor about her voice, and I was really? like, "Sucks." <laughs> I go see the doctor about my my stomach. She's like, "I gotta make sure my voice is okay." Yeah, it's like yeah, that's that's like the, the first world problem. The of... thing that drove me nuts with them, yeah, first world problems. Uh, I don't know who who said it, but someone apparently had told them um, when they made their first CD that was all original music, which by the way is fucking phenomenal. That uh, the person in charge or whatever told them that they should probably add like piano. Yeah, I'd heard that. Like, that takes away from the whole fucking point. The whole point They're of it. They're an acapella group. Yeah. And it, I mean, and they do such a good job with it. And they were like, mm, like no. you wouldn't realize in in Hallelujah, there's no there's no instruments to yeah. be found. Their their beatboxer is phenomenal. Oh my god, yes. Uh, and he can play the fucking cello. He's badass. Because uh, the radioactive remake or the radioactive they did cover they did with uh, Lindsey Sterling. Yeah, she she played violin. He played cello. Oh, really? He 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 started the way they found him was on YouTube. He was doing beatboxing while playing cello. Really? Yeah. You can you can watch him on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's how they found him. Because they're like, we need a bass. They found a bass, and they're like, well, we need someone to do and that dude that bass that they found. So good. Oh, shit. Because um, the, the other three are, they went to school together uh, or did community theater together mm-hmm. um, in some group. But yeah, so they found the bass through their manager, I think. And then they were looking for someone to do the percussion and bass, baritone bass. And so they were on YouTube and they found this guy. And as far as you'll see it in the in the documentary, but I can't remember his name now, the, the face. <laughs> But he, uh, the, the main guy, I can't remember, the blonde haired guy. Uh, I don't know what his name yeah. is. Anyways, he, um, essentially took all of his college kid, took all of the money he had and bought that guy a plane ticket really? to come down to Texas with him because they were on a TV show. Um, I figured it was a competition singing show and put all of his money in to fly him down there to go on that show with him. Uh, and then they won. If they wouldn't have won that, it would have probably been over. Like they may have gotten a deal, but not what they got. Right. And yeah, so he like risked literally risked all of his money essentially just to get that guy down there because they needed him. It's a big fucking risk. Yeah, it's kind of a huge risk. <laughs> so they, yeah, like I said, you should watch that documentary though. It's it's really good. If you like Pentatonics at all, I recommend it as well as the Christmas City. Wink, wink. Ding. Hey Jake. Hey what? What do you recommend? For these fine folks. Well, again, staying with the holiday theme, I'm going to recommend Christmas Carol, the one with Patrick Stewart. Uh, the one was a special on TNT. Uh, 
I think to me it's my it's my absolute favorite Christmas Carol story. And Christmas Carol is my favorite story, uh, especially around Christmas time. But Muppets Christmas uh, Carol that is a pretty good one. It was really good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely it's my absolute favorite one. Uh, Patrick Stewart's fantastic in it. Yeah, he is. And he he did at one point he had a one man show where he played every character in Christmas Carol. Jesus. Um, which I thought was fantastic, uh, a fantastic idea. But he uh, did a really, really incredible job uh, in that one. And I every year I watch it; it's phenomenal. I, I like all the Christmas Carol ones, even uh, the Disney uh, Jim Carrey one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one is my absolute favorite. And if you haven't, if you've never seen it, go pick up. A, it's not expensive. Um, go pick up a copy and watch it. Or I would. You know, it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So I think that's gonna do it for this episode. I think so. Uh, if you guys want to hit us up, talk to us at all, you can uh, find us on Twitter at TweetyMcTweet11 or JD Slevin13. That's right. Did I say it right? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Or if, you, if you're feeling froggy, you can drop us a line at uh, real, what were we talking about at gmail.com. Yeah, you can hop on over there. Hop on over there. Uh, and after you're done hopping there, you can hop on over to uh, Facebook. Find us on there at facebook.com slash real. What were we talking about? Like the page, share the page, love the page. Uh, until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Bread pudding. <laughs>